0: What's going on guys? My name is El De Niro and welcome to another episode of the Midnight Hour. I think we're at episode 107 and I think we're at four episodes in a row uh, every week, which is pretty damn good consistency. Um, Last week we talked to a professional FIFA player and this week we're talking to (laughs) an amateur FIFA player, but not an amateur FIFA player. We're talking to a guy who plays FIFA full-time although it is not necessarily his job so uh, more on that in a moment but I've been doing these episodes with different guests sort of every week and um I'm really enjoying it. I'm not sure what you guys make of it, whether or not you think that this is like weird for the midnight hour or whatever. Um, but I really like having a different sort of theme every week and it's really good for me to have different conversations with different people all the time. Like it's something that I really enjoy doing and it's something that I want to do more of going forward. So if you guys have any guest suggestions at all... Feel free to throw them in the comment section or leave them in the subreddit, which will be linked in the description at uh, reddit.com slash or slash midnight hour, uh, for those of you who don't have links available or whatever. Um, but yeah, whatever, like recommend me some guests because I'm really down to talk to anyone right now and... um I'm quite happy with how that's going. So this week we're talking to Jared HD, who is a career mode YouTuber with 160,000 subscribers. Uh, he is is uh he's a really really awesome guy. This was a really good conversation. Um, I I one of the things that I gauged kind of instantly from talking to him was that he's not really a shallow person at all, and I think that this I, I think that that's kind of rare in the FIFA community, which is probably a Sentence that makes me sound like a dickhead, um, but I mean he thinks about things other than YouTube and other than FIFA and has like a, a whole range of interests and knowledge in those interests and it was just really 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 cool to talk to him. Also, he used to watch me back in the day when I did like Leicester City career mode and Everton career mode and everything, so it was actually really really weird for me to uh, to talk to someone who has uh, watched like my channel on that level and has now grown to approximately. Five times the size of my channel at its peak so um yeah it was really cool he's an australian youtuber and the second australian guest to ever appear on the show so that's pretty awesome um was there anything else i wanted to say i don't think that there was but the conversation is uh sort of about a lot of things uh we talk about youtube in general what it is to be a pro youtuber i talk about um what it was like when I was uploading career mode videos and stuff like that We talk about life in Australia versus life in Europe We talk about sports and tribalism within sports and uh, colonialism a little bit um, It's just a, a very, very like wide-ranging conversation And I really enjoyed being part of it And I hope you guys enjoy listening to it So on with the episode, I'll talk to you guys at the end
1: power in the verse can stop me.
0: So I'm joined today by Jared HD. Hello
2: everybody. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast.
0: Yeah, no worries dude. Thanks for coming on and thanks for being so flexible with my schedule. I'm totally all over the place. Uh, Just for the listeners as well. It's half nine in the morning. (laughs) This is the earliest that I've (laughs) ever recorded a podcast in my life. So uh, that's really interesting. And what time is it in Australia? It's like half eight.
2: Yeah, 8.30 at night. So not too bad for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's decent. But your sleep pattern is fucking crazy, isn't
2: it? Well, I, I just got, like, I try to stick around, like, go to bed at 12, wake up at 6. But sometimes, like, last night I was a bit tired, so I went to bed at 10.30, woke up at 5 o'clock. Just Jeez. try to get an early, an early wake up.
0: <laughs> Can you just function on, like, 6 hours and that's fine?
2: Yeah, I, like, last year before YouTube became sort of a reliable source of income for me, I used to work at my neighbor's factory yeah so I used to go in with him every morning, and I like he used to leave the house at five o'clock. jeez, so so I'd have to wake up four thirty every morning and kind of just doing that for a year and a half just got me into the pattern of it,
0: yeah yeah, well, like I don't know, wait till you get older, it gets so hard to keep doing that. I kind of <laughs> I can um, imagine I went through school doing like basically four and a half hours sleep a night and I was pretty much able to function but I think when I look back on it the fact that I did so terribly on my exams and all of that probably like it probably didn't help that I wasn't sleeping enough because if I got a better sleep I'd probably have been able to retain information better like I, I never made any effort on my exams but I reckon with a little bit more sleep I probably would have performed a lot better but um Oh, I
2: was the same I was the same I was like I'm, I'm not a dumb person I'm not like a brainiac. But I feel like in high school, if I didn't focus as much on YouTube and kind of got my priorities in order and stopped bumming around so much, I would have done much better.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's actually interesting to me that a lot of the YouTubers that I talk to, um, their outlook on school all appears to be the same. Like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of YouTubers that got straight A's and everything. And I I feel like the YouTube system, like the way that people have have set up to kind of support themselves producing videos, um, like that's a discipline and a skill in itself. And it's quite clear that Mm -hmm. anyone who can master that is definitely able to master a fucking exam. So, um, it feels like maybe the school system is just not set up well enough to house people with sort of the kind of personality that makes you want to go and, you know, speak to the world basically with your YouTube videos and that's what you do. So, um... I, I don't know. I, I think I think the school system really only suits, like, a really specific type of person, and it leaves a lot of other people behind, but I don't know if that would be the same in Australia or not.
2: No, I can definitely see that. Like, I've seen people that I went to school with that were very, like, have grown up in, like, the two, three years since I've been out of high school who've gone on to achieve, like, awesome things already mm-hmm. who were just not, not the... Top of the class. They were like the middle, middle to lower tier, which I would personally put myself in, as, like at school as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the people that were the top of the classes have done nothing compared to what you thought they would have. Like, it's just it's just weird how how it's panned out so far.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've I've a like I have a load of stories like that as well from my life because I went to like four different schools and. Each one obviously had a, a different tier for who the top person is. I don't know, like, a lot of the people there, a lot of the people who were top of the class in every class that I've ever been in, like, didn't really go on to do that well. And mm. it, I, I don't know, it's interesting. Like, I went to college with a guy who um, was, like, really, really, really badly dyslexic to the point where he needed someone to um, sit with him during the exam to type his answers, I think. And... Okay. um he fucking i don't even know what he does now but he's on like six figures easily the dude got a Jeez. degree in business management and everything and he was a uh, like the the lecturers in college used to kind of constantly be at him for not putting in enough effort and being lazy and all that stuff But it's like actually it's just academia he would have had to work like
2: yeah he would have had to work harder than everyone else as well yeah to make exactly up for, for his disabilities but a way I think about it as well is exams and like the whole school structure isn't how the real world works. Yeah, that's so like, true. Yes, yeah. it's a lot of performance based, but real world is about like your like the skills you possess, not being able to uh, like sit in a class for an hour, write all notes, and then go home and memorize them all for weeks upon weeks.
0: Yeah,
2: I feel yeah. it's kind of just more. It's kind of more situation. Like, would you agree with the statement that people that had um, like street street smarts yeah. and we're like generally well-rounded are more suited for the world and more suited for success than people who let's say they've got amazing IQs and can just absolutely blitz like straight A's everything but just have no personality at all and just live in their own little bubble
0: yeah I think you can be you can have a really high IQ and blitz every exam and go on to do really well if you're tailoring it towards a really specific
2: yeah just exactly, like yes. like
0: say you're going on to be a doctor or you know one of those types of year old. yeah yeah exactly whereas if you come out of school with average grade or even like let's say you even get a degree but you're competing against people who are more decorated than you in the same age group um your ability to network and your like just your ability to fucking do an interview like that is yeah. so like i am um, i've kind of uh, i think i think part of what you have to do is bet on yourself like Um, When I stopped doing YouTube in 2014, or 2015 I think it was, I went and got Jeez, a job. It's been a while. A, it has been a long time. No, I know. I regularly. I still remember
2: sitting here and watching your bloody like all your career modes. Like that feels like yesterday, dude. <laughs> no,
0: way. that's so insane. Yeah, like I still get comments on them, and it's so weird. Like I don't know who the fuck is watching FIFA 15 career <laughs> modes. Like, <laughs> but it, it's it's happening. People people like I, I I'd ask a question in every episode. I still get comments from people answering the questions. It's really really yeah. bizarre.
2: That's the same with me. I still get comments on, like, FIFA 14, FIFA 15 videos telling me who to sign. And I'm like, <laughs> can't realize this series hasn't... I'm not going to sign them when the series is four years old.
0: That's so funny. Yeah, I actually get the same thing. You still get people saying, like, sign Bacali
2: and <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, sign Bacali, sign Mbolo. Yeah,
0: Memphis Depay is another one. Yeah. Um, but when i when i gave up youtube so i went out into the world and i had like pretty much no starting point like for for anyone who's familiar with the irish education system right i got less than 200 points on the leaving cert um i don't that obviously doesn't mean anything to you but that's really 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 bad like i, I that means that i couldn't even go and do a fucking arts degree and we all know that that's like the easiest thing a person can do um uh no that was a joke uh, but like I, I did, I did really, really poorly in spite of the fact that, like, I, you know, I I clearly would be well suited for academia. Like, I'm well spoken, I'm articulate, and all of those things. Um, so I, I went and got a job anyway. This was a job that I didn't even have to interview for. Like a real fucking lower tier thing. Um, I was surrounded by other, I was uh, on a temporary contract and got brought in with like 20 other people and these people were fucking like, I swear these were the most stupid people I've ever met in my life. (laughs) Um, Real like bottom of the barrel type deal. (laughs) So um, it wasn't really hard for me to excel above them Um, and (laughs) I, I eventually like worked my way into a position in that company where I was on fairly good money. Um, and then from there, I moved on to a different job with a a slightly higher pay, and like kept working my way up. And like now, like I, I'm in spite of the Dublin rent prices, like I'm living in a, a really nice apartment and stuff. Um, just and this is all from starting from pretty much nowhere, but using my ability to network and and do a good interview and stuff like that. So, um, it's really not. I get lots of people asking me questions about exams and how to study and stuff. And I'm just, I'm really not the guy to answer that question, yeah. but I can tell you how to succeed in the world without any of those things at all. So that's
2: yeah, I, my journey. I, I, yeah, I feel like I would like, would this, I would imagine this doing this podcast would definitely help you in your social life.
0: Yeah. Like being yeah. able to
2: create conversations and think of questions on the spot and think of little things to add to the conversation and keep a conversation going would translate so well like in your social life and in your career
0: yeah definitely and it's it's a way of just sort of if you know a little bit about a lot um you can have a conversation with anybody about anything and i think being a good conversationalist is a really important aspect of networking because people will want to talk to you a lot and therefore people will want to be around you and They'll be more likely to hire you and things like that. But also, if you do job interviews, people try and spring surprise questions on you all the time. And just being able to spit out words, even if it takes you a fair bit to, like, orbit the point and then eventually, you know, target it, just talking and just dragging yourself into um, the answer is, it's a really, really, really important skill. Like, it's a, a much more important skill than being able to memorize things that you're going to answer in the box in an exam 100 oh, yeah. percent yeah
2: it's um, a sort of real life skills
0: yeah exactly uh, mm. so tell me about your youtube channel when did you start uploading videos
2: i started uploading videos in 2012 i think it was september 2012 just when fifa 12 had come out no was it yeah no okay i started 2012 FIFA 12 came out. I had an old channel which wasn't Jared HD. Uploaded a Newcastle career mode on that. Jared and SD then wasn't. 50... <laughs> yes, very funny. <laughs> I Haven't heard that one a million times before. <laughs> Just like I haven't heard Jared at 60 FPS and Jared 4K. Yeah, why haven't
0: you moved up to 4K?
2: <laughs> Too afraid to Don't make get it. me started. <laughs> Don't get me started. It's, I, I um, joke,
0: but I actually, I'm pretty sure that I, I have the, um, back in the day I was going to make a second channel and I made Eldenero HD and I was like, all right, I'm ready to launch my second channel, guys. It'll be in the next few days. And someone commented saying, please don't tell me you fucking called it Eldenero HD. And I was like,
2: <laughs> nope. <laughs> Certainly haven't <laughs> uh, so, Um So going on with the story, um, so on Jared HD started it. It was September 2012, but it was when FIFA 13 had just come out, and trotted along uploading videos for probably up until really, probably oh what year are we now 2018, 2017, probably mid 2016. Mm-hmm. Got from zero to th- zero to like 10,000. So gotcha. it was a real like it was a, it was a real grind for a long time for yeah, yeah. three years or so. And then um, in two mid 2016, just towards the back end of FIFA 16, I think it was, yeah, FIFA 16. Um, I started this new career mode series. I'd done it a few times in the past, but it really hit this time. It was a Manchester City Dream Team career mode series. Yeah. Where basically like the whole goal was to take over Manchester City and build the best team in like footballing history and all this stuff. And I'd done it a few. I'd done it twice before that, but this time it really t- took off and kind of propelled me to that next level. So from then, about June 2016 until probably the end of FIFA 16, headed into FIFA 17, probably up until about this time last year, I got up to Mm 30,000. And then this time last year, probably it was actually the 4th of February, I started that rebuilding series that I've kind of become known for. Yeah, yeah. And then that's kind of just, led from one thing to another and then i've had a few other videos that i've created that have gone pretty big and now i'm here at like almost 160,000, which has kind of been a mental ride to take like five years basically to go from zero to 30 and then in a year to go from 30 to 160 is just crazy that is nuts
0: yeah it must have felt incredible when it finally kind of clicked and you started gaining all that momentum
2: I can still remember the first ever video I had to hit to hit a thousand likes within like the first twelve hours. Oh yeah. I was, I was. It was probably like the fifth or sixth rebuild video I uploaded, and my whole cricket team. We went on an end of season trip away in the city, Mm -hmm. and I remember waking up after having this like we had a massive night the night before. Woke up just sitting in the lounge room, just reassessing the damage. I checked my phone and noticed like this video had just absolutely popped off. Yeah, and I was I was tripping out so hard. I was like, "Geez, how much how much did I drink last night? What have I done?" And then I'm just like, <laughs> and then like it finally kind of like, it finally like clicked around. I'm like, "Shit, this is actually going somewhere."
0: Yeah.
2: And then like that led into like getting a thousand likes in the first twelve hours. Then that led into a thousand subscriber days, and then I kind of like it got to the point where if I was getting less than eight hundred subscribers a day, that was a bad day. Oh which was yeah. Just, <laughs> That was just mental. That was the weirdest feeling ever. And it, yeah, it went all the way up until it just went absolutely berserk. Then I uploaded this video in June, July last year, which was um, like accepting every transfer offer of yeah. like the series that I did. And that video now has like 1.1 million views and it's like the most viewed video I've ever uploaded. And that took me to another level on top of that. And
0: yeah. it was just
2: a weird year last year.
0: Those videos, um, the Accepting Every Transfer Offer one, um, that, what I really, really like about them is like, you know, when you, so you are now like uh, a high level career mode YouTuber. Um, so I assume that when you watch other videos, you watch it from a, a completely different level than someone who's watching it to enjoy it. You're watching it and thinking like, ah, oh, that's really good. Like I should do that. Or you know what I mean? Like you're, you're I I was definitely like this, just a lot more analytical yeah. of other videos um, so I watched your um, accepting every transfer offer, a few, a few of them. Um, I, I watched the Chelsea one that you put up a couple of days ago, and yeah. uh, what what I fucking love about it is that it's like a whole series in one video.
2: Yeah, well, that was the whole <clears throat> idea with the rebuilds. Like what you were saying before, with looking at from an analytic standpoint and kind of getting ideas from other people. Mm. The way I think about it is, I'm. I try to, like, make my content, I try to grab inspiration from certain, like, every certain part of, not just FIFA career mode, but, like, the media industry as a whole.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And different, different, different genres of YouTube content, and kind of implements it into my own content to make the best video possible. Yeah. So, like, the Rebuild series, they did it, like, a lot of people thought I was <clears throat> still in the Rebuild series, when there was, like, this base idea in the NBA community, ah. which I saw. And I was like, that's a that's a good idea for a shell of a series. Yeah, yeah. But like, I like the general content concept of it, like the core of it. But there is so much more you can do to it. So, um, so like the, what these NBA guys were doing, like they weren't really adding much of a, a goal to it. It's just like to win the NBA championship. But they weren't playing the final. They they weren't adding like all these extra features. And it was just like I can add these certain things to it and make it even better of a con like better content yeah that's, that's the way i that, think about making videos
0: that's really clever um i did a i did a series with uh, oh i started it with like sheffield united or something it was called the journeyman yeah my, my yep, plan was like to <laughs> all right okay well uh, so i i took that from football manager that's a really 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 common um save type in football manager like i spent a lot of time on the sports interactive forums back in the day and um like this is like it's it's really just a journeyman save is a very very standard thing to do in uh football manager so i i applied it to career mode um my plan what i wanted to do was actually simulate everything but i ended up not being able to do that because people were just not really at the time people wanted gameplay and not simulation
2: yeah
0: um but then, like a few people started accusing me of stealing the idea from another YouTuber uh, who was also doing it with Career Mode, and then I was just, I, I just soured on the thing like pretty instantly. And like when I, I yeah. think that the third episode that I uploaded uh, got stuck in the, it was on like four views for like three days because it never hit sub boxes. So I ended Jeez. up having to upload it again, and it just turned into a fucking disaster. And I, I just. Like I really, really liked the idea for that series, but I just wasn't able
2: to pull it off. Um And at that point it would kind of it would kind of ruin the fun. It would spoil the spoil the enjoyment and like the like the kind of hype you have around it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like when you start a new series, it like when it's new, like that's the best point until you reach the part where something huge happens in the series and then it kinda you know, gets revitalized. But it, when you miss out on that early hype, you're like, ah, because you put so much energy into something when you start it off, and um, yeah. that that's one of the things that I took from your uh, your videos, like just the 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 long format. You play the whole thing straight through, and then that's it. There's another video the next, well, like a couple of days later or whatever. Um, that's I like it's so weird. I literally like looked at this the other day, and the thing that I took away was fucking hell. I should have just done
2: that. <laughs> yeah well that's a big thing like i i've kind of realized over time that you need to reverse engineer what's happening with like the the whole community and i realized i was looking at not just my content but everybody else's content mm-hmm. and was realizing so let's like people are starting these fresh career mode series the first probably six seven episodes doing amazingly but then after that the drop-off was just absolutely mental like, i yeah. couldn't believe it like Actually, I can't remember the percentage now but it was it was saying like 40 percent of the audience just drops between seven episodes seven and eight for most series
0: I'd say as like 50 percent of the audience drops between episode one and two if you look at it retro yeah because it's like my if you
2: don't if you don't put out an amazing episode
0: yeah yeah well like my pretty much every career mode I've ever started is like episode like say I'll take the Lester one because that's my most famous one like Leicester episode one is on like 125,000 views or something. And episode two is on like 65,000 views. Something like that. Yeah. That's fucking insane. Like where do all those people go in between the two episodes?
2: I'm just looking on my page now because at the start of this FIFA, I I created, like I did a Man United career mode save just Mm -hmm. at the start of the game. And I'm looking, yeah, holy, okay, that's mental. So episode one got 217,000 views. Yeah. Episode 2, 120,000. Yeah. Episode 3, 92,000. So it's dropped off. Like, what's that? 120,000 or so in th- two episodes.
0: Yeah. It's it's YouTube is so weird, man, when you look at, like... You know how you were saying you get 1,000 subscribers a day, and if you get less than 800, it's a bad day? Like, yeah. do you ever... You look at those numbers pouring in and just wonder, like, where the fuck are they all coming from? Like, how do all of these people act in the exact same way on this one day like and why is it always consistent numbers that do it
2: yeah it's It's so so like it's so hard to comprehend like the only way i've been able to even like think about like putting these people into a group and just thinking about who they are as individuals is to imagine them in like a sporting stadium yeah so like when i was growing when i was growing as a channel i would hit a new subscriber master and i'd be like all right i can now fit my subscribers into old Trafford or whatever, like whatever stadium it was, whatever milestone it was, I was always that's the way I could kinda of keep my sanity because I feel like if you if you don't find a way to kinda of comprehend what's going on, it'll just get it kind of just gets overwhelming and you kind of just lose touch with reality to a sense.
0: Yeah, you definitely do. Mm. There's a lot of um I, I when you were saying about looking at other people's videos, I, I started looking at um when when Chani Sports had like two thousand subscribers, um, I was he was like uh watching my videos fairly religiously and commenting on them and stuff. And like mm. I'd watch his videos and I'd take away from it like why the fuck do I have so many more views than him? Like this guy is an infinitely better YouTuber than me. Like he's way more entertaining. He his production quality is way higher. Uh, he knows how to play the game a lot better than I do,
2: things like that um it was I like... can still remember you shouting him out back in the day, yeah, yeah, that was that's how I found Charny. like I found Charny through you because I remember you said you going on about like how good he was of a youtuber and how he's gonna be like the next best thing,
0: yeah, that and that's was how I found Chani. Um... That was a genuine passing of the torch moment. And I had it in my head that... That sounded really arrogant, at passing of the torch. But like, <laughs> like for for context of the listener, I was like 15 times bigger than him, I think, at the time. Um, and I had it in my head when I did that, that I was going to... I knew that I was going to stop uploading videos. And I wanted my audience to go to him instead. Because I think... Like, I just... I really felt like he deserved it. And he was... He had like an absolute wave of subscribers coming in. I think th- I think when I shouted him out, he got like I don't know, over a hundred and fifty subscribers off me. Something like that. Which is fucking insane to think about.
2: Yeah. That like a hundred and fifty people would like take your take your advice and take your recommendation and actually go and look. Like I find that so weird where like influencers and YouTubers have the ability to shift attention. Yeah. I find that just to be such a it's such a weird ability. No, I was going to say power, but it's just kind of just an ability. It's a weird ability to have.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really, really strange. I, I always found that just looking at the numbers on YouTube is just the weirdest fucking thing. Like, I just don't understand where the consistency comes from and how all of these people think alike. And uh, it's just so strange. Like, why me? Like, why specifically my channel getting this many subscribers per day? Like, where... Um where am I appearing what What am I doing right? How am I affecting the algorithms and things like that? and it's
2: yeah, uh, I was just about it, to say that I was about to say that all comes down to the algorithm. If you can play the algorithm, you can succeed to an extent.
0: Yeah, the algorithm can have a serious fuck-off with itself. um, Because uh, I I only upload, like, once every fucking blue moon right now. But when I upload, it gets, like, no views. And that's because they keep changing the fucking thing to... (laughs) So, at the moment, it's stuck on highlights. So, when people go to their sub-box, they see highlights. Yeah, I did say that. So, like, nobody watches my videos because I don't upload any videos. So, I'm never going to appear in the highlights. It's, like... I don't know. I uploaded a video yesterday with the word "porn" in the title, and that couldn't even hit a1,000 views. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, at this point, I know that it's not me, it's definitely the algorithm, God damn it.
2: Um, That's one thing, like do you, watch, do you watch YouTube on mobile or like your computer predominantly?
0: I, I'm, I, I don't think I will ever stop watching it on a computer. I really, really don't like it on mobile at all. Um, and yeah, it, it's actually I tell you something really, really weird that I've noticed about myself. Um, I, so I have uh, I've this PC that we're recording on. Uh, this is like, I sort of sit here. This is my office. And I uh, like I play my games. I watch my videos or whatever. When I have to, like, when I'm going offline, going to watch a movie or whatever, I, I lie on my bed and I have a TV at the end of my bed. And that's where I exist, like, outside of my... I'm no longer El De Niro when I yeah. go and sit on my bed. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, like, I'll pick up my phone... Uh, like during an ad break or something and i'll go to youtube and the types of videos that i consume on my phone versus on my computer is a fucking world of difference like when i'm (laughs) on my computer i'm usually watching uh competitive age of empires gameplay or else i'm watching like whatever gaming youtubers i'm subscribed to or i'll I'll watch like a some political (laughs) debate shit that comes up like fucking dave rubin (laughs) and whatever like like i just click those videos as they come ben shapiro destroys uneducated liberal (laughs) that kind of shit Um, those compilations yeah yeah like i i even though i i don't agree with ben shapiro on many things i do fucking love watching those videos um (laughs) but so i'll be on on my bed i'll pick up my phone and look at it and all the videos are like
2: Idiot cop doesn't know citizens' rights or yeah. It's the more like lying, laying in bed just watch dumb compilations, fail compilations, sort of videos.
0: karma on bullies and shit like that. And it's like I don't even really like them. Like I'm watching them and like I don't have an opinion. Like oh, this is so good. Like a lot of the videos that I'm watching on there, are stuff like a man is walking around America with a fucking. At ak-47 strapped around his shoulder and some idiot cop asks him some questions about it and the guy is like yeah well this is my rights and stuff and the cop is like okay <laughs> man and the cop has to go away and all the comments are like yeah fucking idiot commie cop and stuff and i'm like <laughs> i'm watching it and i'm just like this is just
2: bizarre <laughs> i don't even understand i've got my dog you're just sitting there thinking I have got myself too deep in the weird side of YouTube.
0: Yeah, and I cannot get out no matter how hard I try.
2: All the- See, for me on my phone for me on my phone, it's generally sports flights compilations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen and those too. I've I've gotten to the weird point now where my entire recommended is fights from like second division amateur soccer in California. Like weekend <laughs> like weekend weekend football um just like middle-aged men who work at a factory during the week or workers in a trade during the week yeah. playing football like park football and it's just them getting an absolute punch on. and it is just brilliant at times
0: it's yeah i i love those videos so as well well yeah it is yeah and, and and even stuff like uh street fight in downtown miami i'll
2: <laughs> yeah i'm definitely it clicking that cool. or um or skater skater fights oh yeah skaters versus like old people and stuff like that. There's one in Australia, like it's iconic in Australian internet history. It was probably five, six, six five, six, seven years ago, a long time ago, in regards to the internet at least, and it was um have you heard the term bogans? No. Okay, it's kinda of like I don't know what I don't know what Irish people would call, but sort of like a redneck if you're comparing them to Americans.
0: Oh, that's super interesting, because we call them boggers here.
2: Okay. So that's somewhat similar words. Yeah. But anyways, so there was these two bogans, like boyfriend and girlfriend, and they had their little kid. And like the the guy like had tracksuit pants on, like skinny as hell, probably had a drug addiction, no shirt on, long mullet. Um and they went to a skate park and there's all these probably 15, 16-year-old kids skating just like just minding their own business. And then anyways, the junkie bogan comes and takes like one of the kids skateboards and wants his little daughter to ride it. So they're like, "Yeah, like your, your daughter, like your daughter can ride it." And it escalated to the point like these little kids were just being absolute dickheads and just kind of ripping on the ripping on the bogans. And the dad ended up just fucking swinging the skateboard at the kids. Oh shit! And like like trying to use it as a weapon. And then everyone's like in there with like their scooters and their skateboards, like throwing them at this bogan and um. The bogan ends up getting this guy's skateboard. Runs because it's like on the edge of the um, like the water, like a river.
0: Yeah.
2: Goes to the edge of the river, standing on the rocks, and launches this kid's skateboard into the river. And then the kid who's skateboard it is just runs up and just absolutely shoulder charges the guy off the rocks into the river, and it's just, like <laughs> a massive punch shot. And it's just like the best fifteen minutes of your life. It is just amazing. Like. I am not doing it justice. It is just an amazing piece of content.
0: Yeah, um, I have definitely found my way to the Australian side of YouTube <laughs> before, and it is a fucking world apart. The um, I've seen people fight with kangaroos in what, <laughs> what appeared to be a regulated <laughs> boxing match. <laughs> I, I saw that there's this fight on YouTube between a guy and a kangaroo inside a boxing ring, and Jesus. there's a referee in it right and <laughs> i swear to god i'm not imagining this the, the the kangaroo appears to respect the referee's capacity as an <laughs> official and when the ref is holding the kangaroo back the kangaroo accepts
2: it <laughs> like it's like the, it do its place yeah
0: yeah like it never turns on the ref at all it's like i want to punch this guy over here and the ref is stopping him from doing it and the kangaroo only ever gets rowdy in a yeah hold me back kind of capacity he's never like like the
2: the kangaroo knows that like the referee is a figure of authority exactly yeah it's so
0: fucking weird um kangaroos are fucking weird (laughs) i'm sure lots of people say that to you because you're australian lots of non-australians probably say that to you all the time right
2: you'd be surprised that like how little i see kangaroos yeah well i figure you
0: you probably live in a city or something right
2: yeah like i'm kind of on the coast like you have to go into bushland to really see kangaroos or like down the coast further but um like i don't think i saw a single kangaroo last year do you see like spiders and shit oh fuck yeah i've seen i've probably seen about three today jesus like really massive yesterday morning when i woke up like heaps of like five o'clock in the morning Went downstairs and there was a huntsman. I can't even describe—probably the width of a skateboard Jesus on the back of the wall. And I just, I just, nope. I just went, nope, and just went straight back up to my bedroom.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll fuck you up. Mm. But I I always take solace in the fact that like only like nine people die every year worldwide from spider bites. So it's like. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. We um nice. way, but I think episode two of the Midnight Hour we kind of investigated arachnophobia a little bit and that was my one takeaway because I, like I don't really like spiders but I'm not afraid of them I never kill them but I live in Ireland we don't get like you know a yeah. or anything like that so <laughs>
2: um do you I can, I, I can deal with spiders if they're not big if they're like just like tiny ass spiders minding their own business I can I can let them be but if they're like that's huntsman. I was like, yeah, nah, fuck that. Yeah. I am not dealing with that shit.
0: Do you have any like uh, any like phobias like that, like insecty type things or snakes or anything?
2: Um, I can't really. I know my. I don't have a problem with snakes. Like, obviously, it's not like I'm not going to be the type of guy that has a snake around his neck.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, see those people that carry snakes around their necks and has snakes as pets. I wouldn't I've do actually, that. Actually, I've, got, I've
0: like, had one around my neck before.
2: See, I couldn't do. I only way I could do that mm. if it was like in a heaps like super controlled environment, and it was like so su- like the safest way it could possibly be. But like in terms of being a phobia, like the thought of a spider, uh, the thought of a snake doesn't really bother me.
0: Mm.
2: Like I know my father, like my dad has a massive phobia of snakes, and um, like you couldn't put that past him. Like I, he's gonna freak out. My my next tattoo I'm getting Medusa. Oh, sick. And, yeah, because she's like the snake hair. Yeah, yeah. She turns so into like,
0: stone as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, looks at a man, if you, yeah, if she looks at a man in the eyes, he turns to stone. Yeah. But, um, like, if I had a phobia for snakes, there'd be no chance I'd get that tattooed on me.
0: Really? That's interesting. Hmm. I reckon I'd, I don't know, I, I actually don't know if I, I, I think, like, the the main phobia I have is just deep water, and it's not even really a phobia, like like it's perfectly rational to be afraid of really deep water because especially like i don't really know how to swim like i can kind of swim but i'm not really that interested in properly learning but um Mm.
2: yeah i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't really have that many beaches around island would you like i guess compared to what we have
0: we have them, but instead of being nice, they are not nice. <laughs> so <laughs> we have them, but they look pretty shit. I mean, there, there, there are some nice beaches here, but we have this uh, problem in the summer where um, you, you might actually have this in Australia too. We during the summer, right? Like, uh, the, if you ask any Irish people, they'll say, "Oh, we only get one day of summer a year." That's actually bullshit. We get really nice summers in Ireland, and I, I fucking hate the stereotype that we don't because. Every single summer, it's it's really, really nice here for a lot of the time. But um, there, there are a few beaches in Dublin, like uh, Dolly Strand and uh, just, just places um, sort of north Dublin. Uh, actually, no, all around Dublin, pretty much, there are some nice beaches. But we get this problem with young people going out to get absolutely pissed, uh, drinking really cheap beer and stuff like that on the beaches, and then they start fighting each other and all. So... Like, every yeah. single year, there's that problem of, like, 25 16-year-olds <laughs> from the slums just beating the shit out of each other. And Jeez. like Yeah, being really, like, antisocial, like, throwing their cans at people and, you know, just being little scumbags, so...
2: Yeah, um, people are like that here to an extent. No, I wouldn't say to the extent where they're having gang violence on the beach, but, um... Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, when, when you put it like that, <laughs> like a similar to looking like a firm, that just reminds me of something from Green Street Hooligans, where a firms meeting up and instead of punching on in the car park like the final scene of Green Street Hooligans, they're punching on at the beach in Dublin.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's actually one of the fucking most interesting things about that movie Green Street is that it it's it. I I know someone who is in a football firm here in Dublin for uh, Bohemians Football Club. Okay. And, and I know another person who's in a firm for Shelburne Football Club. And I just... I look at them and they, they take their fucking... Their games so seriously and all. And, like, that's great. <laughs> like, I love it when people follow a club really passionately and stuff like that. But I fucking hate, though, is the way that they're like, oh, these shells scumbags. Oh, I can't... Like, that guy, he supports St. Pat's and stuff. It's like, lads... You're all from Dublin. Shut the fuck up. Your teams have, like, you know, a tiny section of fans, and there's a very good chance that in your family or group of friends or whatever that someone is going to support one of the, like, nine teams from Dublin. Yeah. And they take that shit so seriously, and I just don't understand it at all. Like... I'd I get supporting a football club, but like, I, I was a season ticket holder at Celtic. It, like, I understand crowd passion and stuff, but, like, to fucking hate somebody for supporting another team from the same county as you is just, I don't know, I don't, I don't understand at it all. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, I can't, like, I can't wrap my head around that small territorial, like, the, the size of Ireland and, like, all the countries around real really Europe is so, like, congested. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in Australia, with our league... The teams aren't close at all, really. Like, you've got a couple in the same city. Like, you've got Melbourne City and Melbourne Victory. And then, like, I'm a Western Sydney Wanderer supporter. And then our rival is Sydney FC, who are, like, right in the heart of the city.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, besides that, like, there's really, like, the next closest one to that is probably, like, Newcastle and Central Coast, which are, like, three, four-hour drive from us. That's fucking insane. And then, like, you see people, like, you see in live like Liverpool and Everton they're just across like virtually across the road from each other. Yeah. Like I can't wrap my head around that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, uh, Tottenham and Arsenal as well.
2: Yeah, they're so the, close. Re- yeah, it's Yeah, it's pretty
0: weird. I don't know um I I I could talk about like football tribalism all day. Um mm. and just how I, I don't know like I I know this Arsenal fan who is probably listening to this. And I have seen him tweet like I mean something very close to death threats at people <laughs> purely for supporting the club that Robin Van Persie used to play for before he even played for Arsenal and shit like that. Yeah. I <laughs> just like I cannot fucking wrap my like there's there's no way that they say these things sincerely, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But there's that's just a whole nother level of just of but... just like not hooliganism, but just like obsessive support
0: yeah it's like it's like bitterness or something it's it's almost like just an overwhelming amount of passion can only lead to like these negatives yeah just these really like toxic traits of like fuck everything fuck that player's entire lineage and every team that he has ever played for because he left us to join another team like it's yeah Oh, I, I just, I don't understand. Like, I, I really just can never actually get there. Like, even back in the day when Kenny Miller uh, went back to Rangers, um, having been at Celtic, I, I really was not all about putting his head on a stick and putting <laughs> it in my yard. Like, I don't know. It, it's I, I can never get on that level, I guess.
2: Um, was that an actual thing, was it? <laughs> no. People, like, putting, I thought people were like, when you said that, I was like, okay, there's a trend that's been started among Celtic fans where they've got like a head, like a cut out of Kenny Miller's head or something and put it in their front yard as a, as like a mini protest against him. I thought that's where you were leading, not like he's actual decapitated.
0: <laughs> well, like football fans have gone... I mean, I remember in 1998 uh, when David Beckham got sent off against Argentina and the England fans hung a fucking, like a mannequin with a Beckham jersey. Like they hung it and it was also wearing yeah. a skirt because david beckham is like you know slightly effeminate so therefore he's obviously gonna but um what i could never understand about that right is that england fans did that because he got sent off against argentina so like basically what they're saying is this player is so good that without him it was impossible for us to win so like Mm -hmm. you're saying like so, like, why are you uh, hanging this effigy of of, uh, of David Beckham, Mr. Football <laughs> Fan? Well, basically, yeah. he's so good at football <laughs> that him not being on the pitch makes me want to hang an effigy of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Like... It
2: make... It's just hard to find words to describe just how counterintuitive that is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Doesn't make sense. So speaking of that,
0: um, I I actually got all of my footage about this from your Twitter feed. Um, but the the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Oh, yes, that and was, yes. In in response to fun. that, they destroyed their fucking city. Yes,
2: that was a very fun afternoon on Twitter, just watching the destruction roll in upon my feed.
0: So, so um. What's your take on this? Is is there anything like that in Australia?
2: Um, No, not really. No, not to that extent. I mean, like when when clubs win, like, respective leagues, like when they win the rugby league here or when they win the AFL or when they win the A-League, like, yes, people celebrate. Yes, people go on the street. Like, where I'm from, I'm from Cronulla. You might have heard of Cronulla. There was big riots here, like, 10 years ago.
0: -hmm. The name does does, ring a bell, but I I can't. The Cronulla
2: Riots was what it was called, but anyways, um, we like our local rugby league team, the Cronulla Sharks, won their first premiership um, not like in
0: 2016,
2: Mm -hmm. and the like that was a like the first one in their history, like 40 year wait, and like the probably the most crazy thing I saw was a couple flares lit in the streets And... and. Actually, no, I saw someone get their car read-off because people jumped on the roof and just rode it off, but that was, like, the most out-there thing I saw. Not people looting stores and, um, like, setting shit on fire and yeah, just eating eating horse crap off the ground. <laughs> what the fuck, by the way? I saw I, that. That's, you saw it? Yeah, that was disturbing.
0: That person is on bath salts or something.
2: Yeah. you you, I, you just don't do that. Like, no, I don't think any amount of peer pressure or being egged on by a group of people could send me to the level where i'd want to get on my hands and knees and eat horse shit after my after a winning performance
0: i'm i'm trying to think of like a a number that you could pay like um one of my friends uh well one of my girlfriend's friends really said um that she wanted to go see the new 50 shades of gray movie and um asked whether or not like we'd want to go and I was like no and I was trying to think of a number in my head for to sit through that movie like how much would you have to pay me like I reckon if you wrote me a check for like 250 euro and you're like I will give you this if you come and see this movie with me I'd still be like nah
2: you'd, you'd have to make them buy you dinner before and after the movie and pay for popcorn and anything you have during the movie or on like, top of the 250 euros yeah
0: yeah yeah that might yeah that might be the way to go about it
2: it's just a little sweet though
0: no? in, in fact I'll, I'll i'll do one even better than that i don't know how much money you'd have to give me in a check for me to actually go to a bank and cash a check <laughs> to go through the hardship <laughs> of having to do that yeah like i reckon if it's you gave a me a, like if you gave me a check for 650 euro there's a fair chance that i'm never gonna cash that <laughs> and just i'm i'm not like a yeah, it, it's like, I don't know, it's it's just, it's so weird, but eating horse shit, there's, there is no amount of money at all, I don't
2: think. There's no amount of money because even if they paid you something ridiculous like 100,000, you're still going to be known as the guy who ate horse shit for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and not only that, like not only the, the social element, but like, you'll know
2: that you've done it.
0: Like, how could you ever respect Mm. yourself ever again if that's the thing that you've done?
2: It'd be one of those things where, like, you're lying in bed at night, about to doze off to sleep, and you're like, fuck, remember that time I ate horse shit in front of all those people, and it went uh, viral on the internet? Dude,
0: like, I, in the year 2016, I was drunk in McDonald's walking around with my tray, and my drink fell off the tray. And I have not stopped thinking about that every night when I'm going to sleep. I'm like, you fucking idiot. I can't believe you let that drink drop. <laughs> if I ate horse shit. <laughs> because my team won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd never be able to forgive myself. But yeah, it's fucking crazy. I was... I, um sorry, what were we gonna say?
2: I was gonna say like that mentality of like regretting stuff is just like that's something that consumes me so much, especially like I don't know how much you use like Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, but I find that when I've been out drinking or had a big night out, I just post the fucking most cringeworthy shit on my stories. <laughs> and I look back at it the next day. I'm like, did I really post that? I
0: um, I know exactly what you mean, and I mm-hmm. I, I I have suffered that feeling like really really badly. Um, I'm kind of over it now. Like I, I'm I don't know my relationship with myself is very good now, so I'm able to look at these things and go like, ah, oh, that was silly. But I I was once at a point where like I tweeted every fucking thought that came into my head and yeah. I I sometimes I still stumble upon old tweets of mine like because bots favorite them and stuff so they appear mm. and I look at it and I'm like, What the
2: fuck is this? Like who, Yeah, like what was my thought process? Who is this man
0: tweeting things mm. from my phone? <laughs> um and then but even I'll I'll look at my old forum posts from like two thousand and twelve and I'll be like, that's fucking like I'm just not the same per I I think you you change every cell in your body. I I think like seven years from now no cell that you have in your body now will still be there because you just change them all over time. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like, no cell in my body was responsible for posting that shit. Like, just, <laughs> that's just not who I am. It's, that was it's the old Elton era. Yeah, and there, I don't know, even, like, I, I struggle to listen to old podcasts and stuff like that. Like, listening to the things that I say and how seriously I took myself and all, and I'm just like, Oh, Jesus, this is, like... This is pretty fucking cringeworthy stuff right here. That's that's like I I I actually had to unlist loads of my old Call of Duty videos and stuff because they're just mm-hmm. ugh. And people always say like, oh, I wish you'd make more Call of Duty videos, and I'm like, motherfucker, that is the worst part of my channel. Like, that's the mm-hmm. that is the worst. Shit that's that the
2: dark period of your channel.
0: Yeah, like totally is. And I I thought I was like Woody's gamer tag. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh man, yeah. I still it's... watch his stuff from time to time. Woody's gamertag. Yeah, he's I'm got a really a... successful podcast. Uh,
0: yeah, PKA. Yeah. PKA. Were you yeah. a big fan of that back in the day?
2: Still am. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like yeah, it a still, lot. Still, still, um, I don't, I don't listen to it as much as I used to because I just have so many other podcasts on the go. Yeah. Um, but PKA is so fucking solid and like their consistency and everything. Um, the balance of guests that they have as well, um, even mm. when it's just a three of them or whatever. Like I don't know, there's something really, really magical about that show. Although I do really miss Wings of Redemption.
2: Wings was just a good. It, I found Wings just being a bit of a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It was just like some someone that would say something outrageous from time to time, and could you could spring a conversation off of that. But I definitely like Taylor, like or a lot more on that podcast
0: yeah well yeah they're two completely different types of people aren't yeah they? like um wings is very neurotic and i like i like i i really would like for him to get some kind of therapy and like i'm not saying that in a like derogatory way or anything like i, I genuinely think that the guy is kind of suffering and like he's at odds with who he is and stuff and I think that mm. comes out a lot like he's very, very emotional. And uh, well, used to be anyway. I don't know a lot about him nowadays, but that's how he used to be. Um, whereas Merkaderka is very secure in who he is and he's very sure oh, yeah. of his opinions and he's he would never second guess himself unless it was for an actual like intellectual reason. So it's uh, mm. it's a completely different balance. But since he came on board and since they got rid of Lefty and stuff, I think the show has actually gotten better. But it just happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like it's—I don't know—the the topics that they talk about, like they really upped their game in terms of how much research they put in and how confidently they talk about things, um, and it really, really shows. As well as that, since uh, F—well, uh, since Kyle just showed yeah. his face and stopped pretending <laughs> that he was a different man to FPS Russia yeah. as well. Um, he's a—he's a fucking really interesting
2: dude. Like. He is so entertaining, like, he's just a great storyteller.
0: Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, like, really, really young as well. Mmm. I don't know, I don't know what his actual age is, I like, I think he might be the same age as me.
2: I think he's, like, mid to late 20s. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: fucking insane. Don't
2: take, don't take my word for that. <laughs>
0: he's, um, I, I. Like I I could listen to him just tell stories for hours and hours and hours. He's so fucking good, and he says lots of things that I <laughs> really like that really offend my liberal sensibilities. But um, <laughs> he's I don't know he, he's just he's very very entertaining. I think he's a great case for he's a great argument for anti political correctness because yeah, is, cause he's, he
2: just says outrageous shit and embraces it really.
0: And he's not a malicious guy either. Like. Nah. Only like from a purely entertainment point of view. Um, so gee, we've nearly been talking for an hour. Um, Flying by. Do you have uh, do you have to go at any point or? Nah. All right. Yeah. Cool. As
2: long as we want to go for.
0: So tell me this. <laughs> I've seen you like a lot of Donald Trump tweets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Does that actually pop up on the feed?
0: yeah i don't i don't know if this is just my twitter but um i i get notifications when certain people like tweets it's not there's no consistency to it whatsoever it's just every now and then i do notice
2: that as well sometimes
0: yeah um i actually like it though like that's how i discover a lot of tweets and stuff so it's it's pretty yeah a lot
2: of like the viral funny tweets
0: yeah yeah exactly because that there's like a funny accounts section on the twitter search feed and it's fucking atrocious it only it shows like the same tweets for like five days and they're not even and funny and it's just terrible
2: um, it's sort of like the instagram discover page the instagram comedians discover page and you get like your lele Ponzas and hannah stockings and all these just garbage content creators who appeal to the lowest common denominator uh, my <laughs>
0: my instagram is tailored a little bit differently and all of my recommended stuff is just pictures of rihanna so make of that what you will
2: wow okay i wasn't expecting that answer yeah
0: uh yeah i'm a huge fan of hers and i like about four (laughs) different can't blame you (laughs) yeah no she's she's an amazing person um but also like is one of the most beautiful people i've ever seen in my life so Mm. um yeah i like i think like four different fan accounts of her that just tweet pictures of her all day or post instagram pictures (laughs) of her all day and i'm like yep like, like, like... I could
2: I could get behind that.
0: Yeah, you definitely should. It would take you out with the fucking bottom-feeding content creator shit <laughs> loophole that you're stuck in. Um, So tell me, are you a fan of Donald Trump?
2: Yes and no. Like, I have had, like... Uh, you're not the only one to bring up the fact that, like, I do like his tweets. I,
0: I want to um, add, I actually like a lot of his tweets, too. And when I say like, I mean I press the like button on them. Probably yes, for different same. reasons to you, though.
2: No, like, sometimes I... Like I I will put this out here. Like I did want him to win the election over Hillary Clinton, but it was kind of like the situation where it was two terrible options, and I felt like he was the less evil option. Mm -hmm. But like in an ideal world, like I wouldn't want him to lead my country personally. Yeah, that's that's a comment. I don't know. I don't know enough about American politics to throw out a name, throw out an option who I'd rather lead the country, but. Um, when it came down to the fact that it was Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump, I was like, "Shit, this is this is gonna be crap either way." So let's go with someone who I don't think is gonna like destroy the world and sell, like who I think has like pure intentions at heart, but it's just like an absolute goofball. It's just like he he just isn't a politician. I feel mm. he's just a like he's just an egomaniac. But uh, like liking his tweets. Half the time, I'm like, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I like that tweet. And half the time, it's just ironic.
0: Yeah, man. That's like, my favorite Twitter account is Drill. And it's this just mad account that tweets insane shit. Like, just the absolute pinnacle of shit posting. And it's every single tweet makes my side split from laughing. And Donald Trump's tweet style is very fucking similar to it. Like, <laughs> I remember that tweet he did fairly recently that was like, your favorite president, and then in brackets, me. <laughs> and <it's>,
2: I, just, <laughs> that, I, just,
0: I love that stuff. He's definitely, like, it, He's uh, he's the most interesting case study, I think, for, I don't know, like, a whole host of just psychological reasons. And I'm not saying that in a... A really like uppity way like i'm way better than him he needs to be evaluated psychologically but i mean like it's really unclear what his intentions are a lot of the, like it's really mm. unclear if he is he actually self-aware and he's fucking with liberals and that's why he tweets insane shit because i'd say there's mm. a tiny bit of that but not really a whole lot because he doesn't seem to be self-aware at all like he, he doesn't he doesn't seem to feel shame he cannot be shamed like he has no concept yeah. of shame
2: I definitely feel that he's not trying to play a game as such. Yeah. Like he's not trying to. He's not trying to. Like he is obviously trying to appeal to a certain demographic, but I feel like he's not as strategic as everybody makes out. Yeah,
0: he's definitely not playing four-dimensional chess. And
2: he's just very he 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 reacts on his impulses. I feel. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like his his game his his one biggest strength is manipulating the media and I mm. think that's how he got where he is pretty
2: much like big he, news folks
0: yeah oh my god yeah he's um i don't know he he's i like I, I really look forward to all of the documentaries that there will be about him because i really Fuck. do feel like yeah. he's a, a totally just a one of a kind political figure uh, like definitely in the west anyway in in like western politics like i don't think there'll ever be another
2: like him and... Yeah, I was just about to say that, like, at the end of his presidency, I don't think we'll ever see another Donald Trump-esque character.
0: Yeah, unless Oprah comes along.
2: and She's already ruled that out. Yeah, thank Christ. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no more celebrities. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I, I think... It didn't, it didn't help Arnold Schwarzenegger, it didn't help Donald Trump, and it's certainly not going to help Oprah.
0: <laughs> and it definitely isn't going to help America either, like, Christ. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he, I don't know, I, I feel like I could just talk for hours about him and, and what he's about and how how polarizing of a figure he is. Like, it's still, it, it's, it's crazy to me that people accept the amount of shit that he, that, like, that people just put up with all the lying that he does and everything like that. And mm. that thing that he said about how he could go and shoot someone in New York and people would still, yeah. him, like, that's 100% true.
2: Yeah, that is actually like yeah that that that's a scary thought, but mm. it kind of makes sense at the same point. It's just like you've got these people, not the stereotype, but like in the south that are just so yeah, build the wall, Donald Trump, we love you, make America great again. That just love him no matter what he does.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, I I found like one of the things that people. Voted for. I, I think voting for Donald Trump is is a response to a lot of things. Obviously, like and and every fucking podcast on the planet has discussed these things over and over. But, <laughs> so a lot of people talk about. I, I think like one of the central themes in the paradigm between left and right at the moment is free speech and what free speech means. And um, I actually heard Dave Rubin say. Oh no, the reason that I criticize the left is because they they want to shut down free speech and Donald Trump hasn't ever said anything about free speech and it's like that's actually bullshit. Donald Trump has on two separate occasions discussed the legality of free speech in like he wants NFL players to not kneel. And he's mm. saying they should they shouldn't be allowed to do that. They should be made to respect the flag and blah blah blah. Right? It's a free speech issue. They're allowed to do what they want. If they don't want to respect the national anthem, they don't have to. And to imply yeah. that they do, that's an infringement on freedom of speech. The second thing he said was that journalists shouldn't be allowed to post things about him that he doesn't like. Yeah, and, uh, that's
2: fucking that's Adolf Hitler, like Kim Jong Un territory. It's it's like it's pretty grim. And it's
0: like Sam Harris said about donald trump that if he were 10 percent as bad as he was he would seem much worse like that's to say that if he if he were a competent politician and he only had 10 percent of the trump like fuck-ups and and you know lies so and stuff like that like he would seem tyrannical <laughs> like mm. can you imagine a, a perfectly competent uh, like can you imagine mitt romney coming along and saying and just being mitt romney like being a perfectly competent politician who is just a republican and he was like so we're going to build a wall and also any player i catch kneeling while the national anthem is on you should be in jail
2: <laughs> yeah that yeah that is the, that's an interesting sort of thing to think about how people's personalities can mask the shit they're saying
0: yeah totally
2: and can help them get away with what they're saying
0: yeah so that's actually a good place to take the conversation because I think comedy um, is laced with with this kind of sentiment right so um say someone like dapper laughs makes a rape joke and that's terrible and it ends his career or whatever but then you have someone like Frankie Boyle um, are you familiar with Frankie Boyle actually
2: these are names I'm all like familiar with but like I'm not like I don't know obviously as much as you do but i I know of Them. i
0: realized that i said dapper laughs who was like a a flash in the pan 15 minutes of fame itv i can remember
2: him yeah i can remember him well
0: he he yeah well fuck that guy but um so he he made a joke about rape and it basically ended his career and uh then frankie boyle is this scottish comedian who he's written stuff for the guardian before um he's very very left-leaning he's actually so left-leaning that it's annoying even to me um and like he he'll make jokes about like about harvey uh katie price's kid trying to fuck her because he's disabled and stuff and like he doesn't get the same level of backlash and i think it's purely a matter of his personality like the fact that he kind of agrees with the left or something like that Mm. Um, so what um what does uh political correctness look like in australia because as i was saying to you before we started recording most Australian people that I know are outrageous <laughs> in terms of uh, the language that they use. Like, I, political correctness does not seem to enter the fray when I talk to most of my Australian friends. Like nah, No,
2: it, it definitely is now. A lot, like, the past 12 months, I have noticed it a lot more politically correctness... Like, political correctness is coming here pretty damn quick. Yeah. It's not... I feel like... We're kind of following a similar trajectory that Canada has followed. Like, did you see that video of, um, what's their, what's their Prime Minister's name again? Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Have you seen the video of him at that town hall last week where <laughs> I did. he was getting interviewed? Yeah. And the, the humankind, not mankind, humankind. Yeah. That, shit's just, that, that, that sort of stuff is becoming more and more common down here now. And it's just infuriating. And like the, like the stereotypical sort of politically correctness one is a like, I'm trying to think of the best way to say this without getting in trouble, but it's sort of just like a leftist feminist sort of, um I'm trying to think of the best way to word this. There's a woman, um, fuck, what's her name? Milo Yiannopoulos absolutely hates her, but she's just, she's sort of, she's sort of like, I don't know, she's just a very, 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 very feminist feminist, leftist, and just, like, doesn't see any reasoning. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really pissing me off. Hold up, I'll find her name just quickly whilst we talk. I know exactly where to find who she is. Is she but, um, Has she interviewed him
0: for some news channel? No, that's Jessica Rowe. Oh, right, yeah, I know the, I've seen that. The one
2: with, like, the the short blonde hair? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah, Jessica Rowe, nah, she's, um... I, I always thought she was alright, but she's kind of taken a turn recently.
0: Mm.
2: Kind of become... Clementine Ford.
0: Okay.
2: She is just the worst she <laughs> is just like I I find her to kind of be like a representation a stereotype of modern feminism leftist political correctness in Australia
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's kind of just getting frustrating I wish there's I've got so many specific examples that I've seen in my life and that I've seen on like media down here but they're just not coming to me at the moment
0: yeah that's fair yeah.
2: but it's just like it just gets to the point where it's you just look at it and you just, like, sigh and you're just like, I'm over this crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, it's... And about media is just so bad as well. Like, Australian media is, like, so well known for being just so PC now. I,
0: I actually saw a recording artist from Australia called Pogo. Um, he was on Steven Crowder's show talking about how just ad campaigns in Australia were... Uh, pandering to the politically correct left and yeah.
2: um, oh every ad every ad in Australia has to feature um an Asian, a white person, um an indigenous person, um what else a Somalian because there there's a lot of Somalian um immigrants in Australia. There's a lot of um, Asians in Australia though, right? Oh, so many. Yeah, there's a lot. I but was... I feel like a lot of the Asians integrate like they assimilate pretty well for the most part yeah yeah like uh, i have no problem with like i i'm not a racist in the slightest like australia is such a multicultural country yeah and like some like oh, this, that sounds so i was gonna say some of my best friends are from different races but that's just the most stereotypical cop-out sentence ever it, but um i was gonna say like i have nothing against any other races but i just i'm not a fan of when people come and just don't like even attempt to assimilate
0: yeah i like i so i can definitely see that argument um also just on the i have friends who are black i don't really understand why that can't be used as a i know typically the type of person who says that is just saying it and they don't actually have any black friends right
2: but yeah, it's just a token statement.
0: Yeah, like if you are a racist, you probably don't have black friends, right? Like, mm-hmm. otherwise, how fucking seriously are you taking your racism? Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, the, the the thing about cultural assimilation is interesting. Um, I, I I think that the reason I don't have a problem with it is because um, in, in Irish history and certainly in Italian history too. When Irish people emigrated to America, and I shouldn't even say emigrated because, like, the the British rule at the time actually tried to commit genocide on Irish people, so Irish people had to flee the country. Um, Jeez. And when they went to America, uh, the, the, the societal setup in America was a lot different, and um, people who emigrated were kind of funneled into uh, different boroughs around big cities and sort of told to just sit out amongst themselves. So like, so you had like Irish neighborhoods and you had Italian neighborhoods and you had Jewish neighborhoods and they were all different. And that's why there's such a thing. That's why there's Italian crime families in America and there's Irish crime families in America is because they were kind of forced into different places and told to like, you know, adjust accordingly, whatever um but they yeah, weren't well they weren't that's welcoming. very similar
2: to what's happening now right down here like in melbourne there's a big problem with like somalians mm-hmm. um, where like a lot of gang violence is happening like i don't live in melbourne but i've seen like seen what's happening on the news and it's just like gangs of somalian teenagers just running right throughout the city running right throughout the suburbs yeah. and just like ransacking houses um just yeah getting up to no good really
0: yeah that's like i don't know i i hear a lot of compelling arguments against um against immigration from islamic countries uh because like the ideology of islam itself is kind of inherently bad for westerners because Mm. they say they should kill the infidels and all that stuff i don't even know where i fall on it like i i I think I've done really well in the last few months to kind of shake off my uh, how sensitive I am to people saying things that I disagree with, um, even mm. when it's it's an argument that I haven't really got a compelling argument for. It's just something that intuitively feels like it should be right, and yeah. for that reason, I just can't fucking commit to an opinion about it. Like I I hear stories about immigrants in Sweden and France and things like that like committing all these atrocities and all but
2: oh well you know malmo is the rape capital of the world now
0: yeah but i also know that the sweden has the most elastic classification for rape in the world um and when they say rape they don't necessarily mean penetration so it's um i i don't know this for a I know that that is a fact and that's why their rape figures are always, um, exaggerated over every other country. But, um, I think their sexual assault figures are still in line with everywhere else, but I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's me, you know, quoting a liberal source that has been overly fair, but I mean, it is true that immigrants commit sexual assaults. Um, it's, It happened in in Germany on New Year's Eve a couple of years ago uh, on a a mass scale, and there are videos of it, and they're fucking horrible. They're like groups of guys just groping women and stuff, Um, and they had a similar problem in the UK, um, in Rotherham and somewhere else, uh, where there were groups of, um, I, I, I think they were i think they were quoted in the paper as being asian but they were definitely like middle eastern um, muslims who had these gangs of like they, they were basically operating a a slave trade like a, a sex sort of
2: just Jeez.
0: underage rape gangs and um yeah. the police wouldn't investigate it because literally because they didn't want to be called racist and the media wouldn't report it because they didn't want to be called racist and stuff like that so um when it comes to political correctness, I used to always say... Yeah, that's
2: a side of it I hate. Yeah. I hate that
0: side of it. Like, that's horrible. I saw another,
2: I saw another thing, like, in terms of po- people posting, like, quote-unquote cyberbullying on social media. I saw a tweet, and it was from, like, some local county police department in the UK, and they were, like, threatening to arrest people for posting mean stuff that were on, on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was, like, like verified account and everything. Like, it wasn't satire. It was, like, an actual police's Twitter saying, like, we're watching you. If you're being mean to people online, like, you can face serious crimes and all, like, serious um punishments and all this. And it's like, geez, okay.
0: Yeah, that's really weird. Like, <laughs> like the police wouldn't go to your fucking school and tell you to stop calling that girl a cunt. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah.
2: They <laughs> wouldn't threaten to lock you up if you were, yeah. 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 Uh, and like, that's I, a whole different story, but
0: <laughs> I know, yeah. Like I, I, I kinda I've always looked at that and thought, yeah, I like where that's coming from. Because people shouldn't be bullying people online. Oh hundred percent. But then you look at I don't know, like I, I, I was talking to um my uh my cousin about using certain language online and stuff, and she searched through my Twitter and saw that I used a lot of words that are no longer acceptable. Uh, I mean, I didn't say the N-word or anything like that. Um, I, mm. I, I tweeted the word faggot a couple of times, but I was always quoting Eminem lyrics when I was doing it. Like, <laughs> um, But but there was one of them where it was some guy tweeted me, like, the first line of an Eminem song, and I replied with uh, the next line, and it had the word faggot in it. And he had since, uh, like, removed his account. But in abstract, if you uh, look at it, it looks like I'm calling this guy a faggot. Yeah. And I was Yeah, wasn't. you can
2: save it the wrong way. Yeah. So yeah, Definitely say that.
0: So like I um I I ran a search with my name and all these words and it just I just I ended up deleting loads of tweets out of fear that you know it might cost me a job. I've done that as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crazy because like you're only twenty, right? Like say say, like five years ago in two thousand and thirteen, it was a, a much different landscape. Like say you were 15 like you you probably tweeted all kind like when i was 15 i was on myspace and i was i was fucking sending abuse to like all sorts of people for reasons that i didn't even understand <laughs> other than the fact that i had a lot of angst yeah. as a teenager like the fucking guy on myspace like tom anderson or whatever oh, yeah I fucking I got banned off MySpace like six times for abusing that guy, and I don't even know why I did. I just hated the fact that when you signed up, he's automatically your friend. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm not his fucking friend. So this guy's got like the most friends in the world because he's automatically added. Like fuck this guy. So, um, yeah, like I sent that guy so much, like I basically bullied that guy. Obviously, he never read anything, but like that's what you do when you're 15. Like you're a fucking idiot when you're 15.
2: It's and right, that's, yeah. like, what's happened recently with all these YouTubers that have come big and then they've had scandals. Like, you think about, it, like, Zoella. Um, who's that guy that got kicked out of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here? That uh,
0: I, that got... yeah. I I can't remember his name, but I saw... Yeah. Oh. oh,
2: Jack Maynard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, where all those tweets came up from him. And then I've seen other examples, like, from, not that I'm fans of them at all, but the Paul Brothers and, like, all these people have had their tweets pulled up from like 2011 2012 and just like you said they've said dumb crap on on Twitter and um slightly racist things and just like casual racism mm-hmm. and now like they're completely like I agree with the fact when people say like I'm a completely different oh excuse me a completely different person from who I was back then yeah like I I can definitely get behind that get behind that um that that's that that sort of mindset where people are saying i'm i'm different from who i was five years ago like there's a big maturation progress like progress yeah like you think about it think about how different you were from 16 to 21
0: i i mean i when i was 16 i was the most anti-feminist person in the world and i i didn't even like back then like feminism now is this whole new branch of like fucking like postmodern philosophy that it, it 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 it, it looks at the world in a completely different way to how actual feminism does like the dictionary definition of the word feminist um but when hmm. i was 16 like i i didn't fucking i didn't even have the dictionary definition of feminism as fair i was like no fuck that like you know women in society need to pull their weight and they need to stop asking for favors and all. like that's what i was like when i was 16 i, I had a <laughs> i had a horrible attitude towards immigrants i didn't want um, I didn't want like Polish people coming into my country and driving trucks, taking jobs off Irish people. Like I just I didn't fucking understand anything about the world and like you would have been a,
2: hard Brexit back then.
0: I fucking absolutely would have been hard <laughs> Brexit. Yeah, like, <laughs> I probably would have been a fan of uh, Nigel Farage, and I I probably would have thought he was the only person that speaks sense. And uh, <laughs> it like like genuinely I had a full on like John Wayne i am the man i'm the i'm the only one who's not afraid to speak his mind everyone else knows that what i'm saying is true but they just won't admit it like i got i got kicked out of class one time uh for saying it's actually this it's actually about australians so you can feel free to never talk to me again after this but um we had to we we had i don't know how you would racially abuse an australian person by the way (laughs) you call that a knife yeah whatever but um there was this, we had to do a reading comprehension in English, and English is, I actually got an A in English, so I I don't, I don't know why I got kicked out of the class here, because my answer should have been considered as being accurate, or sorry, being, you know, correct in terms of I stated the points, and I argued my points, Um, but it was this big thing about this Australian woman who moved to Ireland to be a nurse, and she was like, "Um, yeah, Ireland is good, like, it pays higher than Australia, and, and blah, 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 and then she was like, uh, some things i don't like about irish culture people drink way too much and people get drunk very early and uh, people get loud and in my face and it makes me feel uncomfortable and sometimes i'd be afraid walking home because people shout stuff at me and all and i don't then... know what
2: part of australia she grew up in <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know i, I actually <laughs> I, I genuinely don't think this was a real thing i think it was made up and you were just supposed Bro, to how
2: does it. you think how does you think people don't drink enough like legitimately tomorrow I'm starting drinking at two o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. I yeah, I like the way. And I'm think. drinking Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and she thinks Australians don't drink enough.
0: I actually think Australians and Irish are very, very well matched. Oh, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I so the teacher goes, "Does anyone have any thoughts?" And I just said, "I think she should fucking go back to Australia if she doesn't like it here <laughs> so much." and uh and she was like come on and i was like what though like she's coming over here like she's saying it's great she has more money than she would in her own country and like she's she's willing to take all of the benefits and accept none of the negatives like she needs to go back to where she came from and the teacher kicked me out of the class right i'm actually looking back at that now and thinking that's still a fair enough point i don't it's not right it
2: might not be the correct like i might not, not not i think it is a correct point because I think every side of an argument can be correct. I agree. In, yeah, in exactly. A, in a topic like that, but um, it's not like you're being like rude to an extent. It's you're just saying as, as maybe being like, a bit so
0: as being yeah, you a bit considerate. Like uh, yeah, yeah, maybe unwilling to accept the flaws in on the Irish side of things. Like yeah, like well, now I would put myself in her shoes and think. I like I actually reckon it. It's it's horrible and terrifying to be a woman walking around and have men shout at you. Like, I don't like it as a man when guys shout at me, but I know that they're probably not going to rape me. Whereas, you know, like women are the victims of like more sexual assaults than men. And they're the like, so it's, it definitely would be terrifying. And I, I would look at it through that lens. Now, whereas back then I was like, nah, fuck this bitch. Go back to where you came from. Like, um, it, and and that's like just one example of how different I was. Like, people say people call me a feminazi and saying that I have a fucking postmodern PC agenda and all this shit. Hm. It's like I actually don't really. But
2: even when Victim I do guilt, yeah, yeah. Well, all I, that all that white guilt pent up inside of you.
0: Yeah, I did. I did read <laughs> the Guardian a lot to overcome my. Uh, conservative traits so maybe it is just white guilt (laughs) but that whole thing about fucking about white guilt and how white people should do better and all is is another thing that i i cannot relate to as an irish person and and that's actually like i i didn't think this before but i do think it now is that when i see uh floyd mayweather before the mcgregor fight he did this thing where he was doing a press conference and he was
2: like uh dance for me boy uh
0: yeah well yeah that kind of thing which by the way we say the word boy in ireland as a like like we say boy all the time to people they don't really say it that much in dublin but like down the country where i come from originally in tipperary like when you say hello to someone you say well boy like "well, boy how's it going like it's it's like (laughs) it, it is second nature to most irish people and it would never fucking occur to us
2: that. like how we say mate like how Australians say mate yeah
0: exactly like that like it's just part of, of, of Irish culture and um, mm. and and Mayweather was saying like <clears throat> yeah McGregor gets white privilege like he does all these things that I did back in the day and you praise him for it he walks around in a, a, a fucking panda fur coat and you praise him for it but um, when I used to do that you used to hate me and he got a standing applause from the journalists and I was like
1: <laughs> motherfucker
0: people hated you because you beat your wife and you fucking yeah. went to jail for it nothing to <laughs> fucking do with your skin color you fucking tick cunt like and I, I just i can't like you cannot ascribe that type of of rhetoric to an irish guy like irish people were abused and and like and systematically oppressed for a lot longer than black people were historically so if you want to play like if you want to slot that into the victim hierarchy, like you have privilege over Conor McGregor technically. So yeah. Like, so like, yeah. fuck you, you motherfucker.
2: Yeah. You. Sh- yeah. You closed-minded prick. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like I hate it so much. It's it's purely down to the color of his skin. Like how is that not racism?
2: <laughs> yeah, that is like that. I think that's reverse racism. Yeah, it is.
0: It's it's yeah. It's it's another form of discrimination. Like it definitely yeah. definitely is. You're boxing him into a corner. Eh, boxing. That's good good uh good little
2: pun there good good analogy
0: (laughs) you're boxing him into a corner based purely on the color of his skin and not taking any of his heritage into account which is the exact same thing that you're arguing against mcgregor when you say he said dance for me boy that's tapping into systemic oppression and all it's like fuck you (laughs) i can't fucking deal with all that and and i and i am a, a, a fucking proponent of political correctness a lot of the time the other thing that pisses me off is cultural appropriation have you seen the the latest thing about kim kardashian she she posted a picture oh uh, with, with the braids yeah so she had braids and she said bow derrick and yeah. people are like oh she picked a white person who wore braids that's fucking cultural appropriation it's like motherfucker please it's cultural appreciation like it's kim kardashian do you not know who kim
2: kardashian it, is it's inspiration Yeah. She's come out and said that, like, I've never heard of that woman that, like, the Bo Derek, but she's come out and said that she saw a photo of Bo Derek and she liked the hair and Mm -hmm. she thought, let me try it. That's inspiration. That's not... Like, I don't see any malicious behavior in that. I just see someone liked it and gave it a go.
0: How do you get from a woman styling her hair based off of another woman to she is systemically oppressing black people and I'm offended?
2: Like... I feel you know, like people are just looking for a reason, but...
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, Kim Kardashian has more black kids than, like, half the people who were offended. It's like... <laughs> Good point. <laughs> like, seriously, have a fuck off with yourself.
2: Yeah, um, have, a, have a look at yourself.
0: Yeah, it's oh, it's crazy. Um, there's, Does that shit happen in Australia, too? Like...
2: To an extent, but I feel like Australia... Uh, Like I said before, we're such a multicultural country that kind of everybody just blends styles together. We got we get a lot of our inspiration from America, I feel. Like in terms of clothing and hairstyles and even like music. Yeah. And even probably a lot of Britain as well, like Grime. Outside of Britain and like all those like the surrounding countries, Australia's like the second biggest market. That's interesting. Like last week, this time last week I saw do you know Wiley? Yeah, I do, yeah. I, I was watching Wiley live this time last week. Um, last year I saw AJ Tracy, Stormzy, JME. Like Holy they shit. all come
1: out here. Wow.
0: Um, I wonder if that's because the Australian accent is a non-rhotic accent, the same as the English one. So you, you pronounce R's like diff- like you don't say R at the end of words. You know what I mean? Like if something ends oh. in like war. I, then, I, in both English and in Australian accent, it would be like war.
2: Yeah, I just think it's. I just think people get inspiration from like people find one little pocket of a culture and then kind of explore it. Like I, I put a lot of our sort of love for British and American culture down to sports. Like yeah. Australia is such a sporting, sporting country. Yeah, that's and true. like the English Premier League. Is like bigger than the Australia, like the A League down here. Wow. So I feel like a lot of people, my age especially, got into the Premier League as teenagers and have kind of grown up around British culture through the internet. Yeah, yeah. And through seeing all these different players starting to get around grime music, people have been like, "Oh, what's this?" And then even YouTubers, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna hide the fact that. I discovered Grime through The Side Men. I'm not even going to hide the fact, <laughs> like, like it is the lamest thing ever, but that's how I found it, and I feel like a lot of people down here would have been the same.
0: What do you think of uh, KSI's
2: rapping? Um, yeah, I can't say I'm a huge fan, but I mean, I can't just, I can't bag the guy for having a crack. He makes like some of the songs are decent, but I just don't think. He's, I, I yeah. just don't think he's like uh, he's gonna be all-time
0: I, I think um he's definitely come a long way from
2: oh yeah can't that from hissky fun <laughs> yeah
0: and no sleep and yeah even even Lamborghini and stuff like he's yeah. definitely a lot better than that uh I, I thought his most recent one was actually all right uh, I didn't listen to that it's it's the one that he it was played when, out to yeah
2: yeah that's the only time I heard it. And, like, I, yeah, I was not really paying attention to the background music. Can we i we got fucking, to give him respect, Bart. Yeah. Or, what was, were you going to say?
0: I was going to say, can we fucking talk about that? The fact that there was a big boxing event with you. Yeah, stuff. i
2: got to give him respect. Like, those guys, like, both him and Joe actually went hard. Like, dropped everything trained and just put, like, a lot of dedication into it. I can get behind that and I can throw a lot of respect to them. I thought, um, after the fact joe was so humble that Mm -hmm. it was awesome yeah like i i love i love that i love when someone just like you got to admit he got his ass handed to him
0: yeah yeah
2: for the for the most part like yes he did land a few punches but for the most part i think he got his ass handed to him yeah but for the fact him like to turn around and just say like that's a great fight like thanks for the opportunity um thanks like like just being humble i thought that was great
0: yeah, I was surprised cuz I I I don't really watch a lot of Joe Weller stuff, but I had it in my head that he was very obnoxious, like loud. One I of think those is his
2: character really.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does seem that way. Um a but... lot of
2: people like it, it might be part of who he is, but I think like like most YouTubers, they turn it up a notch when it comes when the cameras are on them.
0: Yeah, definitely. He
2: might he might very well be that hyperactive sort of random egotistical guy, but He just turns it up a notch when he's exploring abandoned hospitals and doing press conferences for fights.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, KSI is really interesting. Like, I've met him, I think I've only met him once, but he is exactly like that in real life. Like, he's he's, he's loud and bashful and stuff. But there's also this weird kind of, like, I I don't really like people who are like that. I find it Mm -hmm. to be really, really off-putting. Um, but with KSI, I don't know, it was real, um, he sort of, he. I feel like he actually kind of made an effort to get to know me, and I was really surprised okay. by that, because, like... Where'd you meet him at? Uh, I met him at a gaming expo, and I forget the name of it, but I was hanging around with Napanthes. No, not that one. Yeah, uh, Eurogamer it was, in England.
2: Uh, oh, the one he got banned from?
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it was that year as well, yeah. Jeez. Um I was um I was hanging around with Calfreezy and the Panthers
2: and uh, KSI That is some esteemed
0: <laughs> Well, like Nep is one of my best friends and then Eddie Yeah, I've,
2: I've, I remember that back in the day. I've seen the, I've seen the video with uh, was it the video with the potato on the train or something like that? I oh, saw yeah. a video.
0: Yeah.
2: I've seen that video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's one of my best videos. <laughs> <laughs> he literally the, there's a funny story behind that. Um we were um me and a few friends like we met up in london uh at nep's pub and nep was like nep is is literally the soundest person that i have ever met in my life um like he wasn't a a youtuber back then um i think he had like two thousand subscribers maybe uh but that was it and he he ran a pub and even though like so he didn't I would classify Nep as a guy right now who kind of has everything that he wants. But even before he had everything, he still shared everything that he had. Like he gave us all like f- free drink for the day. Like I've basically never paid for a pint in his pub ever. Like he's jeez. he's just an unbelievably sound guy. Um, but we mm. we'd been drinking like all day, and um, Nep didn't drink at the time. He uh, Nep I think had his first beer when he was like twenty nine or something. But um. jeez we were we were on the tube going back to his house and he just pulls out a fucking potato and he was like oh hell you like this I got you something to remind you of your country and all this shit and I was like, <laughs> like in front of like everyone on the tube and no one talks on the tube in London at all it's a really silent like just fucking sinister atmosphere and like other people on the tube were pissing themselves and I was like what, what the fuck are you even gonna do with that you absolute retard and he was like I'm gonna fucking eat it and he just started eating it, so I videoed it. What the?
2: Oh, and yeah. he was was he? And he wasn't drinking. No. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the best thing about it. <laughs> if he drinking, I could understand it somewhat. But the fact that he had didn't even have a, a drop of alcohol in his blood system is, yeah, just, is just brilliant.
0: Yeah, he's he is. I don't know. There's something about Nap where it's like I could never tell you what kind of sense of humor he has like you know he's not overly sarcastic he's not overly anything but he's the funniest person that i've ever known like he's just fucking absolutely hilarious and his humor is just ridiculous like chaotic stupidity and it's just hilarious like every single time but Hmm. yeah eating a potato on a tube definitely takes the biscuit for that Um, all time (laughs) yeah (laughs) actually nep used to rap and he was pretty fucking good at it
2: Used to rap, jeez, yeah. bring that back.
0: Yeah, no, he, he had um, he had this one song that he he didn't have the chorus for yet. He just had the him rapping and the verses, and it was fucking amazing. And like he doesn't have it anymore; it's gone. It, it was it's in the ether, like nobody knows where it is or whatever. But it was like, Damn it. yeah, really fucking sad. But it was really good. Do,
2: do you have any things like of you that you want to find but you just can't find them? Because I've got like one thing when I was. When I was growing up, I um used to wake up before school. Like I've always been an early riser, but I always used to wake up before school early in the mornings and go on radio, like listen to the radio and try to enter all the competitions. Yeah, yeah. And um when I was ten, I won this contest to interview. I'm 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 very hopeful. And if you don't know who this is, I'll be very disappointed because a surprising amount of people don't know who this is. But Jerry Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> yes, I know who Jerry Seinfeld. Okay, is.
2: <laughs> you'd be surprised at the amount of people that say who.
0: Yeah, I, like, your audience is very young. but No, not like... my
2: audience. Like, people I know in real life. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Like, I same mean, age
2: as me. He is a
0: cultural icon.
2: Uh, yeah, exactly. Seinfeld's, like, all time.
0: That I mean, that's, like, not... That's worse than not knowing who Chandler Bing is.
2: Oh, from Friends? Yeah, like... Okay, it took me a while, because I didn't watch Friends growing up. Yeah, but...
0: And, and you even still know who he is, right? Yeah, I never, I never I watched Seinfeld, watched. but I still fucking know who Jerry Seinfeld is.
2: Yeah. But um anyways, when I was 10, I won a contest to interview Jerry Seinfeld on like the red carpet of um remember the 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 great meme it is now but the B, the B movie?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, when he um released that he he had like a red carpet premiere in Sydney and I won the contest to like full dress up as a mini Jerry Seinfeld and interview him on radio. Fucking And out. I remember there was there was always a video of it, but I remember watching it like after it went up on the website in like 2007 and I have not been able to find it since like I've been looking for it for like 10 years and have not been able to find it Shit. and I like this so is literally there's no evidence that I ever ever interviewed Jerry Seinfeld like my mum was couldn't get across to it she was on the other side of the road and it was so packed she couldn't get any photos um, that nobody like this is when iPhones weren't really a thing um, there's literally no evidence besides my memory that I interviewed Jerry Seinfeld and it devastates me
0: do you ever wonder if it actually happened at all
2: <laughs> oh, it's just a figment of my imagination yeah. <laughs> no, I I know it happened because when I went to the radio stations before like to get all dressed up and stuff they said to me, like I was getting changed in like a CD room and they mm-hmm. said to me if you see any CDs you like, you can take them whoa and I remember that was when um Kanye West's graduation had just come out Ah, sick, yeah and I took that CD, and I like that, and I still have that CD. So I'm like, I know it definitely happened.
0: That's fucking awesome. Mm. Um, have, have you reached out to the radio station at all?
2: Ah, I haven't uh
0: I... You should. I bet <laughs> you they have it archived somewhere. Yeah. They tend hopefully, to one, be... day. Like, I hopefully was... one day. Like,
2: hopefully one day I'm going to get um interviewed in there, and I'll just say when I'm in there, yeah. find it for me.
0: <laughs> or just just check how many Twitter followers they have. And the moment you get more than them, you probably have more than them now, but whenever that happens, just tweet them and be like, yo, I want this. And they'll be (laughs) like, oh, hell yeah.
2: I'm going to see how many they have. They probably have a lot more than me. They're a pretty well-known radio station.
0: Uh, Are they like a Um, a
2: national one? Yeah, they got so many more than me. they got 87,000 Twitter followers.
0: Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, you will get there eventually.
2: Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed.
0: (laughs) Um, I was going to say that they, they, um, there was this weird period in 2010 when I was living in Scotland and, uh, fucking, I don't know, channel five or somewhere in the UK broadcasted these five classic episodes of home and away. And like, they were in like full HD and all. And, uh, I, I, I watched them obviously cause home and away is the greatest TV show ever constructed by anyone. <laughs> um, but i was there's no I was, debate yeah exactly yeah i was talking to my friend about it the other day or not the other day the other month or something um and he's he's also a huge home and away fan and we regularly talk about home and away back in the day uh kind of ironically but also just kind of like because we did genuinely like enjoy it, it yeah uh, um and he tried contacting like because so we know that there's archive footage of it and that it exists because channel five broadcasted it. So like, we know that it's there. And, uh, Mm -hmm. so my friend, he tried fucking contacting everybody involved with home and away. He tried, tried contacting seven, Like there is no fucking way to contact seven, the company that produce it. Like
2: it it, go to their front offices for you. Oh really? Oh my God. They're in Sydney. You have
0: to actually do this. My friend will never (laughs) forgive you if you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, like there's no, like that you can't send them they don't accept fucking letters they don't accept anything they don't answer their tweets like they, they haven't tweeted anything to a person since their twitter account has been like in and like we were like we will pay for this footage like <laughs> they're
2: probably overrun by desperate irish home and away fans <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah it's actually crazy how many irish home and away fans exist though like you would not believe Um, like there's no like demographic barrier to it like there are 40 year old men in ireland who know what's up we're home and away
2: (laughs) that's just weird to think that's weird to think that like a show because there's no shows from britain really that have transcended australian culture like that like i can't think like i know of eastenders and all that but they don't get airtime over here yeah
0: yeah it's and i would like
2: i would think that eastenders would be kind of like britain's answer to home and away or britain's comparison to home and away
0: it definitely is yeah that or coronation yeah. street like either
2: yeah i've heard of that as well but like it doesn't get doesn't get much airtime here
0: yeah it's crazy there's there's a really like interesting link between ireland and australia culturally um it just like i don't know it's it's rooted somewhere in the olden days um it's like particularly the countrysides but like you know every like couple of years the afl players come over to Ireland, yeah, for or the else, international rules. Yeah, yeah, or else we go there. I, I've been to that a couple of times in Dublin. Like it's, 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 it's pretty It's a weird cool. sport. It's really weird, yeah. It, but it's mm. it's really like they they combine the rules of both Gaelic yeah. football and AFL. Like that's super fucking interesting. That like and yeah. I'm like why do they like what? It's it's Ireland and Australia. Like it's our thing. It's just a thing that we mm. do. Like it's so. I don't know just that link is is really like interesting to me and it's, so, it's just a um,
2: weird link it's such an it's such an um just the link you wouldn't expect
0: Yeah exactly and it's it's consistent it, like it it's a thing that they do and and like loads of Australian people come over for that as well Mm which is mad like I I I I wouldn't even fucking go I wouldn't even get the bus into town to go watch a Gaelic match <laughs> <laughs> never mind fly across
2: 28 hours the across
0: world. the world yeah um
2: it's kind of weird how like far away we are from everything like realistically
0: yeah i always think that about it like because i always say um i always like in say whatever's in the zeitgeist for people in the west i always say in the west but it's not actually the west because australia is very south yeah but it's like very like british imperial oh yeah kind of like it's very like australia can be lumped in with america and britain and all the rest mm, of the Well, rest that stuff.
2: just comes down to the first fleet, really.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. There's a...
2: And our actual beginnings.
0: Yeah, there's a long history there, of course. But. Um... Oh,
2: don't worry. I did 13 years of school learning about it every single year. <laughs> Bro, it's the most repetitive, just nailed down shit that you learn at school.
0: Really? Do they teach it from a fuck the Brits
2: perspective? I think they... Not to an extent, like, I didn't know how bad Captain Cook was mm-hmm. until, like, I did my own research in high school and could, like, think for myself. Because, like, growing up, they kind of made it out to be, like, he was some great adventurer. Like, I, where he landed in Cornell, that's, like, 20-minute drive from my place. So um, Or not even, like, 15-minute drive from my place. So, like, out the area I live in, like, the region is called the Cook region.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, like, I was brought up thinking that Captain Cook was, like, this like, hectic adventurer that just, like, conquered lands and, like, was just a good guy. And then you find out that he, like, was a rapist and was, like, a murderer. Yeah. And, uh, like, did all this just barbaric shit. And you're like, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. School didn't teach me that. True.
0: You can say the same about Christopher Columbus, though. Like, oh, yeah. You, you get this image of, like, this 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 peaceful, well-dressed man turning up and he's like, I will call this America. <laughs> turns out what actually happened was he was like you down on your knees like
2: <laughs> yeah that was like that was like here with the aboriginals
0: yeah right yeah that's our indigenous
2: population it was very very similar
0: the um the way that we learn history in ireland is we learn about irish history and it's it, it pretty much starts from like fucking the 1200s and goes all the way up to the 1990s and it is literally just the Brits would not stop invading us, and every historical point that we work from is like another fucking battle where we fought <laughs> off the Brits for another year and stuff. And uh, so, like Irish people have this very anti-British sentiment. It, like, it's not all like uh, like loads of my friends are British. I definitely don't hate British people, um, mm. but they really do strike a nerve when they say things about Irish history that they don't understand. And uh, yeah. Like because they don't learn it in in Britain, they fucking learn about the Vikings and the Normans and shit, like they don't learn like and then we went to Ireland and raped and pillaged and fucking ruined. yeah and it's just I don't know it's just
2: a fucked up part of humanity,
0: yeah, it's just it's it's part of um it's it's like they were adhering to the standard at the time, so like mm. it, it's not like yeah colonial colonialism is kind mm. of only horrible when we look at it through the lens of what we have now because it's like it's unthinkable yeah. now that it would. from happen.
2: a 2018 standpoint
0: yeah yeah but um with the
2: morals we have
0: yeah exactly um but yeah i think do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about or um
2: I'm trying to think we've covered we've covered our um the, the irish australian a lot yeah a lot yeah. of correctness um it's been a Pretty interesting podcast, I think.
0: Yeah, I've actually
2: really, definitely really definitely wasn't it. what I was expecting to talk about.
0: What were you expecting?
2: I don't know. I didn't have any. Int- I didn't have any expectations, but I definitely wasn't talk. You know, think we we're going to be talking about um, like the first fleet and colonization. Of people <laughs> correct, but. It's been fun. I'm, I'm happy it turned out this way. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: thanks a lot for coming on. I really appreciate it, especially right. working around my erratic schedule and everything. Um, <laughs> it's It's been really fucking interesting to record a podcast at this time of the day as well, which is like you're in the time right now that I am usually in when I record. So
2: it's See, it's vice versa. Normally, I never record at nighttime. Oh, Normally, yeah, I'm up. Yeah. I'm up and recording like at like six o'clock in the morning.
0: That's crazy. So
2: it's kind of weird that like I'm recording now at ten fifteen at night because yeah, this never happens. This only ever happens if like a game has just come out. Like if if it's really 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 frantic.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's been a nice a nice shock to the system. <laughs> yeah,
0: a nice change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Like uh, obviously, like best of luck with your channel and everything in the future. I've No doubt that you'll continue to grow in subscribers and everything and uh, just keep making those videos because, like, I, you know, I actually, I enjoyed uh, the ones that I watched the other day so much that I have genuinely got a slight hint of I want to try making videos again in me. (laughs) That's good,
2: man. Bring back Elder Nero. I want (laughs) that back.
0: Because there is literally no other channel that I've... I have watched and thought I want to make videos again from. So like you should honestly hold that thought dearly because that that yeah, is a, that's a, that's a humbling <laughs> thought. Yeah, that is, a, that is as big a compliment as I can pay to a YouTube channel in 2018. so
2: um... I appreciate that. I mean, I try to just, I've always kind of been that way growing up, just wanting to tell a story and make shit that like I make shit that I think I would want to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Instead we... of like making stuff to cater to an audience, I'm like, Like all the series I've done where I've been a bit creative, it's been like, what do I like in football? What do I like in sports? What do I like in stories? And it's that's why the rebuild story, the rebuild series came because I was like, I want to make a movie every day. Like every single video, I want to make a a movie. And that's literally what I'm doing, like start to end, yeah, an entire mode, putting like three months of content into two hours an hour.
0: It shows too because. One thing I noticed that I thought was really really clever is your use of music is not just music in the background, although it might appear that way, but like the soundtrack kind of changes with each sort of scene or like important moment.
2: Uh, Yeah, I try to split it up and kind of keep people on fresh and on their toes and set the scene really.
0: And it's, it's really, it's, it's actually not, um, passive music. It's like kind of aggressive hip hop. Like it goes along with what you're saying. Like it works really, really fucking well. that was one of the things that I actually took away from it was that I I have never used music that effectively in any video that I've made. And it's like, I I look, I just, I cast a completely different eye on, the way videos are made now as a result of that, like, that's something that oh, I, I've... if I ever make videos again, like, I'm gonna have to fucking do something like that, because it's just <laughs> really effective use of music, I think.
2: I appreciate that, man, I mean, I've been watching, like, I've been, like, I'm a massive film nerd, so I've kind of always had an interest in that, and I've, like, grown up sort of watching YouTube channels where they dissect film, and yeah, kind of go yeah. into like what makes a good ending, what makes a good soundtrack, what makes a good character, like all stuff like this, and it's kind of just built up over time where it's come as sort of second second nature. Yeah. Where I'm like, I know what I know what sort of mood I want to represent, I know like what sort of story direction I want to tell, so let's kind of set it up like that.
0: You that like man, that's such a fucking cool outlook because I think a lot of Youtubers and and this especially happens in career mode and I am as guilt I'm not taking shots at anyone because I've done this but so I, I I really just made content just to to sort of tell the story and that's it and I never thought anything about production and mm. I would upload like I mean my career modes are, are very vanilla like I th- I think the only thing that sets them apart is like my commentary on them mm. um but
2: your commentary is legendary mate
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks. <laughs> um, it's 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 like it it really like episode to episode there's really not a whole lot of difference um, but everything that I did put in I did it from the perspective of trying to tell a story in some way um, I, I think I did it most effectively in my Tottenham uh, career mode which was only like a few episodes but I, I did like really good sort of production on that um, mm-hmm. but um, yeah the way that you you take inspiration from other things and you look at it from the perspective of um like a, a film producer or you take in little bits that you learn everywhere else that's really fucking good it's really unique and it's really creative and I also think more importantly than everything else it really shows in your videos and it like people might think that I'm just saying that cuz I'm talking to you now but like genuinely that thing about the music like that's really really true and the, I really love the way it's like a whole series packed into one video um with a longer format and everything Um the way you're doing that and the way you're taking that inspiration like that's really organic and natural and like that's really Mm. good and it really shows so like definitely keep doing that and don't don't try and or don't like fall into monotony or anything obviously you're not gonna because you're clearly a lot more disciplined at this than I ever was (laughs) but um I mean it can
2: get hard sometimes sometimes you just don't want to just don't want to sit down and play FIFA Yeah. don't want to sit down and what like go on career mode sometimes but Got to push through it sometimes and think about think about the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but exactly. I I really appreciate the kind words. Like that means a lot coming from someone that I looked up to as a growing YouTuber.
0: Yeah, i have never that will never not be weird to me because like yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just odd. It was so fucking long ago and everything like that. Yeah, um,
2: I've been around the community for a while. Like I find it so weird. Like like number one, I'm on a podcast with El De Nero, but like number two, I've like, guys that I grew up watching, like MGH, like Doc Landers, like Charney, like, I, they all follow me on Twitter. We all talk to each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: that shit is just so weird. Like, I remember when, like, I, I can still remember sitting in year nine modern history on the little school issued laptops we got given at the back of it, just like earphones in, watching career mode videos from all you guys. And now, <laughs> like, when I had like 200 subscribers and was making dog shit content. And now yeah this is weird <laughs> Shit's whack man
0: Yeah yeah I I
2: know what you mean but I still I still feel like I like, I don't feel like I have 160,000 I still feel like I have 10,000
0: Yeah it's really like I have like 30 something thousand obviously like it doesn't matter like the way I look at my channel but like when I left my channel I was a fairly big career mode YouTuber You and, were yeah Like now Thirty, whatever. I think I've thirty-two thousand. Like that's not really a lot, at all. That's
2: still respectable for career mode.
0: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But it's it's interesting, like how I like I was I was talking to Ranners about Barca Boy. He didn't know who Barca Boy was, and um, it sort of made me pause for a moment because Barca Boy was the biggest, well, the second biggest FIFA YouTuber at one point in time, and like. He was behind KSI by not really that many subscribers, and like mm. and I mean, Air
2: Japes probably would have been close.
0: Yeah, Japes as well. Yeah, he was huge, and he's and Wee Oh, We Yeah, Jesus, I remember him.
2: Mm, uh, no, he just does Clash of Clans videos. I'm pretty sure.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. I don't. I haven't. I haven't checked his channel in, a, in yeah. a long while. But yeah,
2: I was, checked like a year ago.
0: Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, but it, that's like I remember. I remember Nap hitting 10k. And pushing on being one of the biggest in the community. I remember him hitting. I I remember him and Cal Freezy both hitting a hundred k, and them being like absolute fucking ballers. Mm. And like now, that like now they're both so much bigger. Like it's fucking crazy. It's
2: just... bro, Nep's grind is unreal.
0: Yeah, yeah. He for him
2: to upload that Road to Glory on the second channel every day and make his main channel content. That is just that is another level.
0: Yeah. He he was like a real fucking central figure to my determination and, and to go through with the grind and everything. Um because it's not in me to naturally do that. Like I, I'm a lazy person. I I have cut corners for my entire career and taken shortcuts and I will continue to do that for as long as I can. <laughs> like it's just it's just the way that I'm built. Yeah. Um, but like Nep like me and Nep would be talking at like fucking three o'clock in the morning and come up with some idea and Nep would be like oh, that's it, uh, uh, that, that's a great idea, and he'd be like, do you want to do that, and I'd be like, no, and he'd be like, all right, and like, he'd turn his chair around, and start typing shit, and I'd be like, what are you doing, he's like, I'm going to do the thing, it's like, he would literally just start making videos of it there and then, like, I, I, I started a wrestling podcast um, in January, that has been in the works for six fucking months (laughs) like and nep is like oh here's an idea and then he just goes and does it straight away and that's his video for the day like it's fucking crazy like
2: that takes a whole nother level of just like drive yeah yeah and creativity as well
0: yeah exactly yeah he's very 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 just Gifted. Um, mm. I, I've never... He's in the right profession. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, and I'm so glad for him that he found his way there. But I, I feel like whatever yeah. he whatever he did in life, he was always gonna succeed at it because of that that drive. Like I've never seen anything like it. Even one of my friends is a musician, and he's in a like a very successful band. And it's it's not that he's not super driven because he is, but like it's not it's still not a patch on Nap. Like it's my yeah.
2: um, crazy how that works
0: yeah it's fucking nuts i'd I'd love to have like a quarter of that
2: (laughs) i mean like that's been something i've kind of taught myself over the past year or two like i was the same as like i was very Mm. lazy growing up like didn't do anything proper and then like found youtube didn't do that proper like cut corners on that and then i'm like fuck this i need to take this seriously and like just grind through it and like hard work is like a big part of what i'm about now
0: yeah, yeah. Like
2: and I never used to be like that. Like I've got fucking hard work forever pays tattooed on my wrist. Like Shit. That's just not who I was three years ago.
0: Yeah, that's fucking cool. I was,
2: like, I was just like, let's let's just fucking sit sit on FIFA for an hour, record it, upload it, and go play Call of Duty for the rest of the night.
0: I'd love to be able to rally around a mantra like that, like a central theme of my sorta of, uh work um like Docs has the take no days off thing He's, yeah he says that a lot and like he doesn't he never fucking takes a day off uh, yeah
2: like, and jake paul it's every day bro
0: <laughs> i uh yeah jake paul yeah that's a whole thing onto its own um
2: i think him and logan are like brilliant entrepreneurs yeah but just shit people yeah, yeah i like just dog shit human beings
0: this thing appeared in my fucking twitter moments which is where I learn about where I learn about like current topics at the moment <laughs> and it was Jake Paul and the video was titled let's talk about brother Logan or something and yeah. uh, there was just a screenshot of him talking to the microphone and it's just the fucking look of the guy like you ever just look at a person and just fucking know full well that you don't like them or what they're about like
2: you just want to put one on their chin
0: yeah like you can just fucking tell instantly that if you were at a party and this guy walked in, that would be your evening ruined.
2: This like, <laughs> That's uh, just a sound mood for the rest of the night.
0: And I'll tell you this, I have not watched a fucking second of that guy's content, but I know that I'm right.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, you don't have to you don't have to prove that to yourself because you are right.
0: Exactly, yeah. It's fucking They're bad. brilliant at
2: what they do. They're brilliant at what they do in terms of the audience that they're trying to get get towards. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, fuck. They're I not. Know. They're not our. Then <laughs> we're not. We're not their audience. They're not our content. Like our sort of content creator.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Here, tell me this before you go. Uh, you won YouTuber of the Year with Red Bull.
2: Yeah, I, that was weird, eh?
0: What What's that about? What is that?
2: I have no idea. I woke up. For, when did it? I woke up like sometime in December. And like had a tweet from from like some guy that worked for Red Bull saying that I'd been nominated for it because I the night before just before I was going to bed I got a notification that some guy that worked at Red Bull followed me mm-hmm. on Twitter. Was it Tommy? And I was like, yeah, yeah. He needs to yeah. uh,
0: in his little thing. He's spelled the word mention with two eyes, so
2: uh, that's good. Slack, but um. <laughs> Yeah, I saw him follow me on Twitter, I'm like, Oh, okay, that's cool, like maybe he's gonna maybe he's just following me for the sake of it or maybe like I don't know. But um the next morning I woke up and saw that I'd been tagged in it and there was so many bigger YouTubers than me on it and I was like, Oh yeah, sick, like this is gonna go nowhere and then I was like eighth for the longest time. There was people like a thousand votes ahead of me and I'm like, Oh, what the hell, let's just put something before the start of a video.
0: Yeah.
2: And then I like woke up the next morning. I was like top of the list, That's and really then crazy. and it was me and this other person, Kitty Cat Gaming, who I'd never heard of, um, like neck and neck at the top, like three thousand votes ahead for the longest time. And then she pulled she pulled out in front of me, and there was like one day left, and she was like a thousand ahead of me with like six hours to go. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm uploading a video tonight. Let's just give it another little mention thinking that I, I'd want to make it, like, respectable.
0: Yeah.
2: And I woke up next morning, and my phone had just, like, blown <laughs> up. Like, it was... I'd won it by, like, 400 votes or something, and I'm like, like, fuck, okay, sick. And, um, like, it's a good title to have, but literally nothing's come from it, which they, I'm disappointed about. They
0: didn't even yeah, give you, like, like, a crate of Red Bull or anything? No. Nah.
2: I was like, I was like, I was thinking if I can get like a six pack of Red Bull, I'll be satisfied. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they haven't contacted me. They you set your the
0: expectations so low and you were still I, disappointed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I literally had no expectations and I was still disappointed.
0: If they make me, if they get me a slice of toast, this will have been <laughs> worth it. But they couldn't even fucking do that.
2: <laughs> couldn't even send me a piece of toast. <laughs> Jesus.
0: I've looked at uh, that was... I I just checked Kitty Cat Gaming's channel. She's got three hundred and forty thousand subscribers as well.
2: I think she was like verified on Twitter as well. And oh shit! The funniest thing was because um, like I just had a sus out of her Twitter when I saw that it was her and I neck and neck, and she had been plugging it big time on no Twitter. way. <laughs> And then, when I won, I went back and checked her profile. She deleted everything. Oh, my God. (laughs) She deleted every single one of those tweets. And I was just like, all right, you do you. Oh, that's so funny. Didn't even make, like, a mention or that she was, like, didn't even hint that she was involved in it. And, like, I tweeted at her. I said, like, "Um, bad luck. Um, Like, congratulations for being nominated. Best of luck with your channel. And she, like, didn't respond.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Not even a not even a like. I was like, all right, you do you. Oh my god, that is
0: horribly bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what would she even? Oh Jesus Christ, that's. I'm cringing for her.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was quite a quite a good laugh. I had quite a <laughs> quite a laugh at that. I'm like, okay, you, fair enough.
0: Man, you should have. Uh, you should have. What you should have done. Obviously, you wouldn't have known that she was going to ignore you. But what you should have done was taken a picture of you holding a can of Red Bull and tweeted at her and said like, "Oh, better look next time or something." <laughs> so it looks like you've
2: won a load of Red Bull or something. Yeah, like and Photoshop like the Red Bull like you know those Red Bull girls that yeah, come around. Yeah. <laughs> Photoshop them in the background and act yeah. like hey, they rocked up to my house and they're like free Red Bull car and shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Monaco to hang out with Daniel Ricardo next <laughs> week and all this shit. This has really
0: made my career. I'm so happy. Thank you. <laughs> <that Red Bull. laughs>
2: it's life-changing experience. <spirit. laughs>
1: My mama called, see you on TV Since that shit done change Ever since we was on, I dreamed it all Ever since I was young They said I will not be nothing Now they always say congratulations Worked so hard, forgot how to vacation They ain't never had the dedication People hate me, say we changing Look, we made it, yeah, we made it
0: That was never friendly so there you have it folks it turns out it was captain cook all along i really hope you guys enjoyed listening to that episode the song closing us out is congratulations by post malone don't really know why it just seemed adequate and uh i am thinking about asking a soundcloud rapper to come on the show to talk to because i think that that would be pretty interesting as well but uh yeah what did you guys think of jared i thought that he was really really cool um very very modest and very down to earth and very uh level-headed with all the success that he's been having so that was absolutely Um, just wholly refreshing and I I truly meant everything I said at the end about how his videos kind of gave me that little hint of inspiration that if I were to ever make career mode videos again they would be something along the lines of what he does because I think there's a lot more value in that production and a lot of people enjoyed the Firewatch walkthrough that I did Um, And I really like that long form style of video where it's like 40 minutes you get the whole thing done. Obviously with Firewatch I didn't upload the whole thing in one video because that would have actually been too long. But uh, it was four simple videos, uh, all of which were fairly short and... I think the idea of doing something like that for FIFA is really interesting because it's like a different way of viewing the project. It's like you pack everything into one video and then that's it done. You move on to something else rather than it being a daily grind of waking up like, oh, I have to play as Everton for tree games and record and um, figure out what all the important moments are when I edit it and things like that. So um, it's something that I'm thinking about, honestly, and... um yeah i don't know whatever if you guys have any feedback any suggestions anything like that please do let me know because i am all ears that's the end of the episode hopefully you guys enjoyed it if you did comment saying fuck you el de niro nah don't because that'll be blocked by the spam filter do whatever you like i've been el de
1: everything comes like i'm at the bottom yeah yeah if you winning put your to the sky How could I make sense when I got millions on my mind? Coming with that bullshit, I just put it to the side Bought a sense of baby, they could see it in my eyes my mama calls, see you on TV, sunset said shit done changed Ever since we was on, I dreamed it all Ever since I was young, they said I will not be nothing Now they always say congratulations Worked so hard, I forgot how to vacation They ain't never had the dedication People hating, say we changing, look, we made it Now yeah, we made it yeah, oh, I was patient. Hey, oh. Now I can scream that we made, it. we made it. Now, everywhere, everywhere I go, they say, congratulations. Nigga, young nigga, nigga yeah. I pick up the rock and I ball, baby ball. I'm looking for someone to call, baby yeah. But right now I got a situation Aye. Never old been being frank Cats. Big rings, champagne. champagne My life is like a ball game, ball game. But instead I'm in the trap, though Paso Big, call it Super Bowl Super Bowl, Bowl. caught the hoes Get in the rules yeah. Top flow lifestyle Top. post yeah. Aye. Malone, Aye. I gotta play on my phone Aye. You know what I'm on, Hunter who did it is gone Aye. My mama calls, see you on TV sunset said shit done change ever since we was on I dreamed it all ever since I was young They said I will not be nothing Now they always say congratulations Worked so hard, forgot how to vacation They ain't never had the dedication Say we changed and looked